0: I had to shake them on my last case, Big O don't play.
1: Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Musky Hunks podcast. I'm one of your many hosts this evening, Ryan Reed. Tonight we have... Many, many people on this call. So we are super excited uh, to kind of get into this with our normal hunks and also our honorary hunks. So let's just start uh before we get into what we're gonna talk about tonight. Let's just kind of jump around and see who we have on the phone. And I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with a couple of normal hunks and then we'll get into some of the honorary ones. First one is Mr. Donnie
2: Swink. Good evening, gentlemen. Honey, what's up? Uh, not much. All's good over here. Happy to be wish, back.
0: Wish we were in Minnesota right now, right?
2: Yeah, I am. I'm a little jealous. I'm getting, uh, I'm seeing all these pictures from the Muskie Battle thread. Boys are catching a lot of fish up there, but that's probably because I didn't go this year. So you guys are welcome.
3: I was going to
4: say,
1: Cold Front swing didn't make an appearance. So everybody's catching fish. Imagine that. It's beautiful up there. No Cold Front. Yeah. yeah.
2: They're hammering them.
1: Hey, Donnie, who do you have in the room with you over there? Is that a, is that a Don Sr., I see? You sure do.
4: Dale, tale of two swings. Ta-
1: Don hey, Sr., hey. say hi. Hey, how we doing? Good, man. We're excited <laughs> to have you on the podcast, buddy. Welcome. Absolutely. Great to be here.
5: People can finally put a voice to the famous name.
6: There you go. Yeah. Here I am.
1: So we've got the Swink Boys on, and we also have on the phone tonight Mr. Tom 2 Crocs Fanata. Hello.
5: Hello. Hello. Hi, Kayla.
1: Hi, Kayla.
2: Hi, Kayla. He
5: says hi. <laughs> Drinking some weird fruity mango, coconut, pineapple, and vanilla sour beer. Yeah.
2: That sounds horrible. Yeah,
5: it yeah. doesn't
0: sound it doesn't sound
5: tasty it's, at all. It's it's better than it sounds, but I wouldn't call it good. I've tasted no, your it, jalapeno beer. I, I'm no that's longer good drinking
1: uh, based off of your recommendations. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. The, the El Chavo is the best, man. Oh, yeah, I'm throwing a
5: flag already. You don't talk down on the El Chavo. You know
1: what, dude? It might be a really good beer, but it ain't a really good beer at like nine in the morning when you're still head fishing. You've been up <laughs> since three. I'm just saying, particularly after you eat a giant burrito from Sheets. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, Pick add a up. little
0: habanero, habanero cider on top of that. That'll make <laughs> For a fun day on the stream.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we also have on the phone tonight another honorary hunk for this evening, Mr. Nate. Buddha, 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 Chest, Buddha, Zeus, Buddha, Nate, bud. Yeah,
2: Nate, bud. Yeah, Nate, Love the show. <laughs> <laughs> no.
7: Uh, only thing crisper here than uh your new mic is this Iron City Light. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> a, a fine <laughs> Steel, Steel, Steel City Gold Pilsner. Here. Oh, it's
7: a light God. domestic i don't want to brag <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey bud okay. welcome back buddy glad that be here
4: I've, I've always heard that that's just you know you just dip your glass in the ohio and that's
1: what comes out
7: you gotta get a little swirl of mon in there too okay but, oh yeah <laughs> for the right finish. at the
1: confluence yeah right <laughs> we also have on the phone tonight Mr. Nick Fiesler, back from the great white north. Let's give him a round of applause. Let's go. I'm the (laughs) only one clapping.
0: (laughs) We've been missing Nick. Perfect. (laughs) And
4: it's it's been white in the north. I just like to disappear into the background.
1: (laughs) You're you're like the Homer Simpson gif directly into the bush. That's what that is. Well, it's good to have you back on. And we also have another honorary hunk this evening. The one, the only, the Mr. Keystone King himself, Mark King.
8: Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good. We're doing good. Thanks for joining us tonight, Mark. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me.
1: We are excited. We are excited to have you. We have one last hunk. And again, he might be the hunkiest of hunks. Mr. Owen
0: Seaman in Big O's Bucktails. Good evening, guys. Nice to be here tonight. Glad to finally get back on the line with everybody. Yeah, it's uh, looking forward to this circus. (laughs) This week has sucked after after Hunk's weekend, man. Like, this has just been a ball buster of a week. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. So, I've been battling
1: a head cold, and listen, I tested negative for COVID at least two or three times, but I feel like a dog turd. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you guys, so... Bear with me tonight as we get through some of this. So
3: hey, at still, least you didn't uh, give it to any of us.
2: Is it still you and Owen battling for the COVID-free belt?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Owen's in trouble because I'm pretty sure I'm just immune at this point.
0: I'm, I have to be, dude. You know how, how I'm in public every single day with mm-hmm. every, you know, with all walks of life, and I, somehow I've dodged it. I've dipped it, dodged it, duck, dive, dodge, whatever. <laughs> But I'm staying COVID-3 into 23, folks.
5: Well, I'm oh, taking man. bets if anyone wants to throw some money. Owen or Ryan.
8: Yeah, I I'm going to my name in there. I haven't had it either.
3: <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, there's a, a late. Oh, a late entry <laughs> oh, to wait, the competition on a here.
6: Hold over here. I haven't had it either.
5: Oh, oh, oh man. man. Okay, we're going to have to verify this. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to go the back. The luckiest
0: group in the easy. world here. Um, Can I qualify
4: <laughs> mine? And I say I've never caught it in America.
1: went to to canada from got it for christmas nice
0: so owen what are we going to talk about tonight i don't know i think we just want to kind of talk about uh, hunk's weekend last weekend you know we all everyone on this call took the time to make their way up to the the compound uh, the the canada lake facility i would say and uh and we just had a blast man a couple of good fish were caught uh it wasn't tons of fish but there was enough fish to to certainly keep us coming back and ryan you know you get to you get to to take the belt this year you know uh
1: well, i I'm wasn't f- gonna flex too hard but <laughs> let's just say i'm ready for you to take my belt
0: size oh, oh. <laughs> I, okay like i don't wanna i don't want to jump ahead into into the episode but when I, when I saw that text from you, I like, I had just run out of gas and I'm like, I got to go up to union city to get gas. And I get in my car and I get a text that says, I just got a pig, bro. And I'm like, all right, they gotta be pulling my leg. And sure enough, I see the picture and I was like, oh man. So I'm like flooring at the union city to get gas, to get back on the water, to try to put a fish in the boat. But yeah, man, that was, that was awesome. So, you know, I don't know, where do we want to start?
4: I'm just, I'm just curious what got picked out for Tom's face tattoo that he agreed to. Well, no, see, a loser,
5: we're we're gonna have to consult the rule book on this one because I don't know if you can take the belt with the trolling fish in the belt holder's boat. We're gonna have to look at the official okay. handbook. That sounds First like all, an excuse that a might, loser
4: would make up. I, if I, know, I,
5: I, I heard, like I heard
0: Ryan, Ryan was running his own program.
3: He so. was. That's
5: what I said. In Ryan's defense, Ryan, I did not have a finger on Ryan's side. He put the bait. He picked which baits, how deep. All I knew from Ryan was how deep your deepest bait so i didn't drive him up into the rocks that's all and, i do i gotta well, say something
2: when we get into that you know how much line out how fast are you going shiny things way world. behind
5: the boat <coughs> donnie yeah
2: shiny
0: <laughs> things way behind the boat
1: i love the fact that everybody thinks that i can't catch fish unless i'm with a guide <laughs> <laughs> i have i have like i've spawned this like just natural like ryan can't catch fish unless he's with somebody that knows what he's doing and I feel – I got to say, I feel a little bit like that might have been the first time in a while I was running my own program,
6: but it felt good. I got a fish. That's a,
4: that's a good proving ground, too, because you're with Tom, who we all know doesn't know what he's doing. Exactly. So, Very much so it's clearly cool. right. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, Resident trolling expert you're talking about.
0: Oh, man. I apologize. Hey,
2: Tom so, taught me everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows.
0: So, so before we get to get to the trolling, let's start. Like, we decided – a couple of us decided to start the weekend on Thursday. So I ended up getting out of work uh, at a decent hour on Thursday. A case I had on Friday got postponed. So I was able to go up Thursday night. Tom came up. Uh, we both got up there probably about, I don't know, 7.30, 8 o'clock, something like that. And I didn't we didn't I didn't fish at all Thursday night, but we ended up having a fire. Then Ryan showed up. What time did you get up there? Like 10, 10.30, something like that. Dude, I got to say, so I was trying to get
1: out of work and I was not sure that I was going to make it up Thursday night. I was like I left late. You guys know how whenever you're you're trying to get away for a trip, like naturally nothing goes right.
5: Oh, like the initial getting away that's the hardest. Yeah, like I knew like, I had to pack
1: still and I was I got stuck at work late. And bottom line is like I made it home super late, like just enough to just like, you know what? Uh, screw it, I'm going up tonight. Like if it had been any later, I probably
0: wouldn't have drove up. And boy, I'm glad I did. I'm glad you did too. Cause it makes such a difference being able to get up in the morning, take it easy. You know, you're not rushing, rushing to, to get out on the water. You can kind of start off, start off your day without, you know, when you're, when you're getting up at 5.00 AM to try to get on the water by seven, seven 30, that just makes for, for a long day. You know, you're much better getting someplace and getting a good night's sleep.
5: Yeah.
1: And yeah, that we did. Exactly. Got up, sat around a fire for a little bit, had a couple beers Dude, it was a good start to hunk's weekend from my book
5: well and the, i think the good part is too the night before we actually like kind of made like a little plan like I remember what kellan was talking about like go into it with a plan like we kind of sat around and had like a little mini discussion like what are we doing what what's the program and i think that was cool that that's something we don't usually do we kind of just freeball it now some of you guys got out thursday afternoon didn't you no nah, that was the no. plan but... yeah we,
0: we were all gonna try to but none of us got up there until after dark so yeah. tom tom put his boat in and just brought it down to the dock and that was it we just hung around the fire and decided we would get up in the morning and, and go at it and we we got up in the morning and what we were on the on the water we weren't on the water early by any means nah, not but
3: exactly.
0: it was like you know we we we, we fished a whole day so swing donnie Tom, you
2: said you guys sat around the fire and kind of came up with a plan. I was just, yeah. Wanted, uh, why don't you uh, elaborate on that a little bit? Like, how were you well, planning? We knew we were going to
5: cast thing? in the morning and then we figured we were going to start getting our butt kicked with wind and I hate casting in the wind and the slow cause I still don't have my spot lock and in the wind and like a foot pedal trolling motor just sucks. So I told Ryan, I'm like, maybe we'll just cast until we can't hang anymore, and then we'll bust the trolling rods out. And what we, I think, Ryan, what we were going to start deep, work our way up, was our original. So
1: this is kind of an interesting thing, because a lot, and keep in mind, like the last two, how, how long has this been? Is this year three or four? This, this is
5: third three. for me. Okay, so this is three year three.
1: Yeah. So the first two years, I cast, we casted a lot and we got our butts kicked. Yeah. And maybe not all of us but like me in particular we get my butt kicked up there so my like whenever i was prepping to come up for this trip like my immediate thought was like bring baits that i'm confident casting you know even though and you guys can tell me if i'm wrong here but i i felt like i didn't bring as many baits as i could have i really tried to throttle back a good bit for this trip and it was mostly going to be like it was going to be baits that i was confident in you talk about like the like even mark stuff like the gliders And some of the Twitch baits. And then I have like my Raptor and, you know, some of those like core lures. That's what I was going to go with. But when we were going to start trolling, I had three baits in mind. I was going to run those baits, those three baits all day for as long as we trolled the entire weekend. And those three baits were going to be the DK. It was going to be Evans minor and it was going to be a purge bait. And I wasn't going to stray away from those three baits. That was it. That was my entire program to try to catch one fish on Cannon Dota. So when Tom and I went and Owen, we're kind of talking around the fire, you know, like to me, this worked out perfect the way the wind was playing, because we kind of knew we were going to get screwed during like middle of the day, which one's, I mean, one's a good time to troll. Like, if you really want to yeah. cast, one's a good time Lunch to troll. Time. Like, lunchtime. And, and, and that was,
5: it, it played in our favor, too, because we were going to start casting up in the slop and stuff, and we kind of said, like, hey, if we don't, maybe if we have some, if we start lighting them up by noon and seeing these fish coming out of the slop, like, maybe we won't troll. But come noon, we didn't see shit up in the slop, no, no follows, no nothing. And we're like, well, yeah, time to change things, I guess. And Donnie, you, you, know, you
1: and Nick both, like, we've talked about this. You know we've talked about this trolling bite right like on some of these reservoirs and some of these lakes like i mean dude sometimes open water you just need to go do it you need to just try it and you know i think that was probably on my mind like as we were sitting around the fire it, listening to nick talk about you know where he's was catching fish on specific lakes lakes you know this time of year listening to donnie like in our conversations and in our text thread like that was the plan for me it's like if we had to troll it was going to be i want to go out deep and i want to run stuff deep so that's that's what we did yeah so
5: i mean the wind for wind
0: definitely played a factor i mean fall know, wind such, just sucks it's such like. a small lake that normally wind you, normally wind isn't much of a factor but it definitely was i mean i think i said at one point that's probably one of a handful of times I've seen white caps on such a, you know, on that lake, <laughs> so small. Yeah. And to go back to what you were saying, Tom, about the spot lock. So for our listeners that anyone that is like a professional muskie fisherman would laugh at me when I say that this was my first weekend using spot lock and what a difference it, what a, a game changer it is. But remember, like, not only do not all of us have boats, most of us have like our beginner boats, our first boats that we're still kind of messing around with. So I put a Tarova on my, on my little boat this year, and this was the first time I ever really used it in the wind, A, in the wind, and B, with another person on the boat with me. And I was shocked at how effective SpotLock was in, the, in, the, in a pretty significant wind and how just how much of a difference it makes that SpotLock will orientate you right in the direction of the wind. You know, like it's, it's like it, it knows automatically how to position you in the best way. And I was, I mean, I was just thrilled with how, how SpotLock worked. And again, that might sound completely stupid to anyone that has had multiple trolling motors and like, oh man, SpotLock's been around forever. Well, I've never had it. So, you know, this was my first time using it and it was worth every penny of, of buying that thing and using that, especially in the wind.
5: Speaking of win, before we really even got into the whole fishy happenings of the weekend, we had a little event go down. The uh the Western PA Coast Guard had another That's incident. Right.
0: That's right. So, how many, how many outings have the hunks had, you know, some of us to all of us together, one with another, and we've had to save somebody? I mean, Nick and I did up in Canada, you guys uh Ryan and, and Tom did on Lake Arthur. Uh we all had to do it this weekend on Canada lake and this one was like in the most this was bizarre the most interesting
5: fashion. one yet i think
3: for yeah. me.
0: so someone tom you go ahead and get started with this one this was on this was on friday friday, friday morning yeah so i just like
4: to preface everything every time i go to canada lake something just interesting happens
3: yeah
0: oh. you just need to pull up a lawn chair a lawn chair at the boat ramp especially this time of year because everyone's trying to pull their pontoon boats and pontoon boats are like notoriously hard to manage in the wind. And uh, it was windy as, as hell this weekend. So there, there was all kinds of stuff that could happen. I told Nate bud that
5: I'm like, it's a big tune yanking weekend, man. Every time we drive by this launch ramp, keep your eyes open. Something interesting could be happening over there.
1: Is this the general consensus? Like Mark, do you, is do you feel that way too about that Lake? Like does something always interesting happen?
8: that was only the second time i've been there so
1: okay
8: i didn't get to see the uh adventures on friday
4: my most entertaining story is some i and it worked out for me but some dude just like pulled up to us as we were trolling around
0: and was like hey
4: you guys want a trolling motor for the front of that boat and i got
0: one (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say when some weird dude was like, hey, you want some of these bucktails I made in my basement? (laughs) Because that happened too. That's positive. Um, That's a
5: positive experience. Well, yeah, so we're we made contact with the uh guy we were, we're casting, you know, and I, th- I swore at first like I heard somebody okay, say, well, like, Hold on, let's,
0: let's back up, let's back up. Right, so back we're about I'm fishing by myself on my boat, Tom and mm-hmm. Ryan are on Tom's boat. Correct. We're both fishing sort of in the middle of the lake, not too far away from the boat ramp. Tom and Ryan are a lot closer to this pontoon boat than I was. Mm-hmm. At some point, I look over to my left. I'm looking at Ryan and Tom and in my peripheral vision, I can see the pontoon boat over by the bo- boat launch. And I see what I think is somebody swimming next to it. And I'm like, it's, it's the, the water's 55 degrees. There's no, no chance. Somebody's swimming. Like he must've thrown something overboard, whatever. And sure enough, like I see this dude, his arm is hanging on the po- top of the pontoon. He's got one leg up on the pontoon trying to like, hoists himself up and i'm like i and i'm still pretty far away i see tom and ryan are already headed over there so i decide to start making my way over there sure enough this guy and, I, and you guys pick it up from here because you guys you well, guys yeah, got to this guy before i we're,
5: did. we're close enough that we can kind of hear like what's going on at the launch and all i could hear Pearl.
3: Like, yeah, well no
5: you you know how you can like hear like a cu- pick up a couple words in a conversation all i could hear were two guys in a boat and I'm looking around the lake. I'm like, well, we're the only two guys in a boat. Like, that guy must be talking about us. And I, I thought nothing of it. Like, probably a couple minutes go by. And then I look up, and, like, that's when I saw what you saw. I see, like, a guy, like, hanging off of the freaking pontoon boat. And I, I think what I say, Ryan, I'm like, I think I told you. I just dropped the rod and, like, floored it and went over to him.
1: Yeah, like, my. I mean, my first reaction was to wave to him, like I did. Yeah, right. Ryan Arthur. said hi. Like,
5: yeah. No, I didn't do But, that. yeah, so we flew up to him, and the thing – The crazy part is I pulled up to him, and I couldn't really, like, hear what he was saying because he was, like, kind of half underwater, like, trying to get up in the boat struggling, and all I heard him say was something about something dying or something was dead, and I didn't know, like, if he meant someone was dead on board or something buddy (laughs) was dying. So I went into kind of, like, a minor panic mode, and I'm like, Hunk's
0: weekend was about to take a dark turn. Yeah, yeah,
5: but (laughs)
3: later on, we found
5: out all this guy meant was that his boat died. He lost power, so nobody died, but... We get up next to him and he's so exhausted. He can't even get in the boat. Like he's trying to pull himself into the pontoon. I mean, he's, fully and he's, he's fully clothed. He's fully clothed. Oh, he took his so, shoes off.
0: I just want to point well, that out. Which True. made a ton of sense, right? Yeah. So the first step, first order of <laughs> business
5: was Ryan literally had to get on this, get off my boat, get on this dude's boat in the wind, get his ladder off the pontoon boat and drop his ladder down to him. So okay.
0: That so that's what boat. was going on. I couldn't tell what was happening. Like with the ladder. Yeah. Um, so big boy he couldn't pretty large man oh yeah he was you know he was in his late 30s early 40s maybe about my age and you know you could see what what had happened was with the wind and everything he was trying to pull his boat up onto the the his pontoon trailer Mm -hmm. and he cut the engine off and the wind got him and started to drift him away from the trailer so he's moving ever so slowly away from the trailer. He tries to start it. Thing won't start. Thing won't start. Thing won't start. Thing won't start. So I think he was a lot closer to land than he thought he was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just going to jump out of the pontoon boat and walk and basically swim yeah, to shore. Word for word, he
5: told us he was going to swim it to the shore.
0: And pull the, po- pull yeah. the pontoon boat. Needless to say, <laughs> he ended up out going towards the middle of the lake hanging onto the pontoon boat that's when we end up seeing him and it like all chaos ensued
5: mm-hmm. uh. so I, like i told ryan i'm like i don't know what why that thought that would be the last thing i would think of doing like first right. i'd be like okay anchor or like trolling motor don't have a trolling motor okay anchor don't have an anchor like what's next like, or maybe start yelling out. at the
0: start yelling at the two boats that are right out there. Like we're not, this is Canadota Lake. You're not going to hide from anyone. Like it's impossible. It's impossible to not be seen. So like he could have yelled to us. We all would have gone and done whatever we needed to do.
5: Yeah, but instead he decided to dive in the 50 degree water and and this was not a little pontoon. I mean, this was at least like a 17, 18 foot pontoon, I think. this was. Let let me tell
0: you, let me tell you how little help the guy was that was there <laughs> to help him like this guy was probably 350 pounds um he he looked like i mean he probably had never set foot on a boat he had probably not he hadn't been on many docks because he was like really having trouble just balancing on the dock and we're i'm thinking to myself man had we not been out here if it was up to that guy to save this dude in the water this dude was dead 100 percent that guy that was with him there was no he was not gonna save him at all not one bit i, I feel pretty confident we saved he that was guy's life
2: die.
6: Like, yeah yeah
0: if we're not yeah. out there if we're not out there i don't know what he does the problem was
2: phone here Uh oh no bars no <laughs> <out of>
3: luck.
1: <laughs> the problem was he was so exhausted from trying to get back up onto the pontoon all he could do is hang on that I don't know that if he would have left the pontoon to try to make it to shore. I mean, where he was at on the lake, it was probably doable. But it might not have been, dude. Depending and and how the good, shape. Well,
0: remember how the wind the wind was the wind was going north. So where he was, that wind could have just continued to take him all the way up to the north end of the
1: lake. If he lets go of that boat, I, I can almost I, I feel as though that
0: dude would have lost his life on that lake that day. Like Well, the smart what he should have done is just just swam just left the boat and swam himself mm-hmm. because boats come on un, untied on canadota all the time and end up on someone else's dock you know that stuff happens so just just leave the thing go forget the boat save your damn life
1: mm-hmm. yeah That's and not... we had
0: go
7: ahead nate i was to say I, I can tell this took a lot out of you guys because when tom and i experienced the second possible rescue opportunity <laughs> he just looked at me and he goes we go fish the other side of the lake
5: <laughs> <laughs> like, this was not this was not as it. much of an emergency we saw probably <laughs> a dozen other dead tunes this weekend that's like what we were saying this is just a lake where they're dead it's like a like a cemetery for dead boats everywhere
3: yeah
0: there there are probably a hundred pontoon boats that get taken out there in the spring you know put on the put on the lake taken to their dock they may get run once or twice all year, and then here we are, October sixteenth. Everyone's trying to start their nine nine Roods from nineteen seventy nine.
4: Should also be mentioned that there, it's a nine nine horsepower limit. Right. So they're you know fully cranked in a strong wind, and they're not moving.
0: Exactly. Well, I yeah, got a so, really
5: I got a really majestic picture on the final afternoon. I sent it to you guys. It's a nice sunset picture and if you zoom in closely enough, you see a pontoon getting pulled by another pontoon across the lake in the distance right, right into the sunset. As is tradition. And so, another one I avoided by the way. I need to talk about
1: this what this last part of this this rescue, okay? Because you guys know how surefooted footed I am on the boat, number one. And I was, dude, I was graceful this was, might hurt. have been the best I've ever moved on a boat in my entire life. But as we're standing there and I'm about to get off, you know, like we had this big, it was basically a kerfuffle at the, at the ramp trying it, it to get this thing on. It, it was a, it was just a complete, like, I don't know if kerfuffle is the right Wait, word. Well, <laughs> well, Tom's boat. Well, as Tom's opposed boat. to the word cluster. Yes. 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 So dude, anyway, I'm not going to get into the details of this one, but just know this dude, they tried to swim his pontoon to shore. This dude with the, <laughs> the rock hard nips in this wet t-shirt. This dude <laughs> steps off his pontoon with his buddy and Owen on the dock. And somehow the, do- the, the dock at Canadona Lake.
5: I've never seen like, a dock like, move It
1: does like was. a 90 degrees and almost goes vertical. And I almost watch all three of them come right back into the lake <laughs>
0: Well, that's what I couldn't tell. I thought that was that big dude that was there to help him. I thought the big dude like did something to make that happen because I had never seen that dock move like that either. Oh, he stepped off
1: and dude, I swear to God, you guys almost like he almost flipped. It. I don't know what was wrong with the dock, but he almost flipped the dock and sent all three of you into well, the
5: water. <laughs> At that time, I'm hovering around the dock on my trolling motor. I'm like thinking, okay, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna give him a hand tie off. And then I saw the doc do that, and I was like, oh, nope, fuck Tom." That. I, I, just- literally yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I literally watched
1: Tom kicking in reverse. And he's looked at me and he's shaking his head. He's like, nope, ain't gonna nope, happen, nope, buddy. Nope. Uh, well, you
5: guys nope, got
6: it
0: nope. under control. Walk over to the cottage up again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that was- so and and of course, what what's the first thing we all say to each other that we know that's not gonna result in any positive musky mojo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've already been through it. We know that doesn't, that's not the way it works. So don't even, don't even think about that. We were wrong. We were absolutely. Say,
2: but you were wrong. We I were love wrong to be wrong.
5: After
1: I love being wrong. So, <laughs> what what was going on Friday then? So, Mark, you were, I'm assuming you were working, right? On Friday?
8: No, actually, my son had a football game.
1: Okay. So, he had a football game. Nate, bud, you were working on Friday.
8: Yeah.
1: And then the,
7: when you. I saw that, uh, when i saw that message from you at like 140 in the morning told me to get up there i was like oh yeah (laughs) like i struggled the whole day then i got the fish picture i was like ah like i just gotta go
1: yeah so and then swinks the swinkies you guys were working on friday too right we were Okay. I just want to make sure. My
2: boss is tough, man. He doesn't let me take off enough days to fish. I know. If only
0: only you had a boss that musky fished, right? Right. Yeah. If only he understood.
4: Yeah. You guys got to quit those jobs.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So what, what, where are we going from here? Cause then, cause essentially Owen, like at some point, not long after that, it couldn't have been an hour, maybe two hours. I don't even know what time it was. You ran out of gas.
0: Yeah. It was like, I don't know. I want to say it like one o'clock, something like that. I ran out of gas and I'm out on the middle of the lake. I had just gone in to switch baits and, and, you know, cause my boat, I don't have a ton of room. So I like to like kind of leave stuff on, on my shore. And if I need to switch something, I'll just go back to my dock and switch it up. So I took the time to go back, switch it up. I go back out on the lake. And within four minutes, three minutes of going back out on the lake, I run out of gas and I'm, on the complete other side of the lake up by now. So I got to go back. Now were you trolling or casting? I had just gone in to start trolling. I had just gone in to go from casting to trolling. And uh, so, and I only have a little, I don't know, maybe a five gallon gas tank in, in my thing. And I never even check it because I, we normally have a bunch of that Rec 90 stuff like in our shed. My dad keeps that stuff for all of his you know, gas powered toys. And of course this weekend, what don't we have? Gas. So I'm like, all right, so I got to go all the way up to Union City. And like I said before, as I'm, I don't know if it was as I got in my car or as I'm driving to Union City, I get a text. Oh, I just got a pig, bro. With no pictures. Well, I'm like, What's, before what that, does that mean? What does that mean? Did you like stop? Did you get
1: bacon or a few like, minutes before what, that? Probably like fifteen minutes before that, we got snagged. Oh yeah, right, and it was the same bait. Yes. Like we got snagged on an anchor rope or something. And dude, Tom and I battled this snag in the wind. Like it was freaking brutal. The water like,
5: like a bluefin.
1: Yeah, like, like the wind. Proud, the <laughs> wind kicked up so hard. You you talked about white caps Like I've never seen that on Canada. Though, to like whitecaps it was blowing straight out of what was it blowing out of the south out of the south yeah it was a south to north and it was i mean it was coming dead center of the lake and like tom (laughs) dude i don't even know how we got that bait back it was a, a complete time. nightmare. Well, yeah, I, so thought, I tra-
0: thought for sure you guys were going to have to cut it because that, that's actually when I was driving in to make the switch that I saw you guys and I was like, and I stopped and I talked to you guys. I was like, what's going on? And obviously you were snagged and it looked like you, that thing was gone. Whatever well, you, that know those, was.
5: you know how those lore knockers work that we use? You're supposed to be directly above the lore, right? And you drop it down the lure so at any time how much line do you think you should have out like 10 feet if you're going to attach the lure knocker 15 feet depending how deep you are i'd get the lure knocker on and i'd hear ryan go uh, it says 60 feet it says 70 feet it says 100 feet and i'm like oh fuck. hold on and i'd have to take it off get on the motor drive back up to the yeah. lure then the 20 mile an hour wind would blast us back it was it was not fun
1: it was a nightmare like we had literally like 2.7 seconds to pull this bait out when we were over top of it And somehow tom pulled that bait out look at that so he pulls the bait out and i'm guessing it was probably an anchor rope Mm
3: -hmm. because
1: there was i couldn't even tell you it didn't feel like a tree or anything like that i'm like sitting i have this dk in my hand like i cannot believe we got this bait out like back like i was all i was gonna about to be in tears because i was gonna lose this bait we we get reset we go down what? Not even ten minutes later. Probably one lap, one lap around the little like, pond. It was like a lap later, and we're sitting there. The rod goes off. We both instantly knew it was a fish.
5: Like, well, there was no, now, see, if you watch the video, I, have, I've, I was not expecting that. I kind of like. It took me a good five seconds. I could see the, to click the rod in my head that we actually just caught a trolling fish there.
1: Well, I mean, I think we were both in shock because number yeah. one, we're on Canon Dota. I did like a triple and number two, I like looked
5: at it, looked away, looked at it. Like number two,
1: like I didn't expect to see a fish like that. Like mm. I was, I was thinking maybe like a 31, 32. So I, I don't know when the rod went off, it, it sang pretty good. Like it, it, and I could just tell it was a fish. Like as soon as I picked the rod up, I was like, I think I even said in the footage, like, this is definitely a muskie. Like I can tell this is a muskie. Like it is shaking <laughs> the whole way back to the net. So on Tom's boat, you've got like the back, like the back deck and the front deck, right? There's that little like gap where you can step down into like where mm-hmm. the console's at. So like, and immediately I knew like, if we were going to get this fish, like Tom's like step back. I'm like, I knew I couldn't be on the back deck for this. So I like step back. So naturally Tom's like a little bit above me. Right. Well, I'm, I'm trying to keep like, I told you guys this before with this trolling fish and Donnie and Nick, this is something you guys can correct me if, if you feel like I'm wrong on this, but in years past, everybody has always taught me up until last year everybody has always taught me to keep my rod tip down in the water
5: okay do you guys hear that a lot do people tell ta- <laughs> that's you- a casting common casting you hear that okay you know, so
2: fighting the uh, fish when you're troll like while you're trolling like
0: fighting
5: like fighting, a fish, fighting, fighting, fighting on a fish
0: down yeah i i always thought that was because you want to keep the fish underwater, you don't want it to come up because if it comes out of the water, it's got a better chance of shaking the hooks. Is that that is that the same type of theory that everyone else has that's what been I been yeah. told? Yeah.
4: That's what I agree. It, try and keep it from jumping.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: it's a fair assessment to say then, based on what this group thinks we know, that people say to keep the raw tip down when you're fighting a muskie. Right. Okay, so when I got on the boat with Doug last year. The first thing they noticed is i was immediately jamming the rod tip down and i wasn't holding pressure on the fish okay you guys know how many fish i lost last year right like i lost tons of fish like i probably lost 20 plus fish last year this year i decided to hold the rod tip up and on tom's boat this played like perfectly into that because i was sitting i was standing down where the console's at tom's up above me with the net and the the only place for that rod tip to go was up. Mm-hmm. I can just I just tell you guys like, I've I've netted way more fish this year holding my rod tip up than down. That's something think, that I'm probably never going to do again. My rod tip is going to be straight up in the air moving forward.
0: I feel like Bro, a letting, lot of that
5: too is you want to you just want to keep it bent no matter like if you yes, have it down. I, off, I think that's that's the. That I mean, if working.
0: Yeah, I think some, if, especially with trolling, if you think of, okay, I'm going to put the rod tip down, you put it down and that's going towards the back of the boat. And that's like automatically giving the fish some slack there. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, if you put it down, but, but kept the flex on it, do you know what I mean? Like if you dug it down, but, but also kept it completely pressure the entire way. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that, I don't I know.
2: That's exactly it, Owen. I mean, I can tell you what, what i try to do with every time i get a rod out of the rod holder if i'm trolling is basically try to keep it as similar to like where it was as i bring it up if that makes sense you know what i mean like if it's the side <laughs> rod i position my body to to keep the rod as a side rod and i grab it right here and i'm cranking right here where the rod is so that you I'm don't not, make you don't I'm make some crazy move in. like to up make or some down movement where I could let it slack. My goal is always, you know, if it's the down rod, I'm going to grab it here and I'm I'm going to keep it basically here because it's already it already has that tension on it. It's you know it your movement is what's going to make you know give it that opportunity to lose. You have Do the you momentum set- of the boat going for you and the pressure is already there. The main mm.
0: thing is you mm. just want to keep that pressure on it. Do you guys set the hook separately on a trolling fish like that? No. Or do no. you assume that it's already been set? That's so
2: it's yeah. it, it's either hooked or it isn't. If it's coming off, it's coming off. You know, okay, so the he, rod around again. That's just gonna give it an opportunity to slack line. So
0: well, go learn this. Both Ryan and Mark spent a little bit of time on my boat. Mark and I didn't troll at all, but Ryan, like you can see that my boat is not set up for anything other than trolling with just three rods, like just like kind of like a solo trolling boat. And what the thought in my head, like you, and Ryan, when you and I were out fishing, we had a plan. You were like, okay, if the down rod goes off, here's what's what we're going to do if the out rod. So if I'm by myself, Canada is so small. Like if you just, if I just let the boat continue to drive while I fought a fish, Lord knows where the hell I'm going to end up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, so my thought is, and I haven't gotten a trolling fish probably in two years now up there, but my thought is I immediately am going to kind of put a little bit of gas on it to, to make it, make sure I get a little bit of a hook set and then I'm going to kind of pull off and try to get that the rod out because i'm afraid that if i stand up and and get away from the steering wheel like Uh, lord knows what the hell is going to end up happening uh so it's a it's a worry for me you know
2: i would say ideally oh and if you can and i mean i used to deal with the same things on the sylvan when i was just running the tiller uh you know as soon as you let off the tiller you're turning left or you're turning right or whatever yep uh and it's definitely an issue but if you can, and this is where it helps to have two people on the boat on the same page or whatever, but don't, don't lay off the throttle until at least the person has the rod in their hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's where you lose probably a good majority of the fish. And that would be like if you throttle down and then go for the rod.
5: There's no line coming into that.
2: There's opportunity for a slack line. Whereas if well, you see, I was- saying that at least until the person has a rod in their hand, and they could be cranking as you're slowing down or cutting it. You know, you're gonna have that opportunity to keep pressure.
0: But what about total, when I'm out there by myself? Um, uh, and and it's
2: difficult if you kick the throttle it, with your foot. Yeah, if, you, if Just there's don't kick it the you wrong to way. To keep it. I mean, I used to grab them on the Sylvan. I could tell you what I would do because I my handle, I had it. You know, it, it would maintain the speed. It was the turn that would be the problem. So I would jump up and I would I would do exactly what Tom said I'd get the tiller in between my knees and try oh. to keep myself going straight while I grabbed the rod and then I would throttle back down and and start fighting the fish
0: Nate bud Nate budd has a has a tiller as well yeah. uh, but yeah. are you and your dad you said that like kind of going to Canada this year it kind of opened your eyes to trolling and so you guys are probably going to try to get more of a trolling set up this year.
7: Yeah, I mean, not trolling, but e-casting, and yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we have a um, we have a tiller, though, too, and so, like, that, we were just actually talking about it, I mean, I was all coming off the weekend all pumped up, and my parents were over, and I was like, Dad, let's go down, like, sit around the boat, like, idiots, and we're just staring at it, and, like, I'm sitting up <laughs> in it, in the garage, like, and we were, we were, like, reenacting it. I'm like, (laughs) we're positioning rod holders. And I'm like, this is right here. And like, we're going to put this one here. And he's like, what do you do if you get a fish on?
3: I was like, I don't know.
7: Like, you got to stay on the tiller. Like, I'll come back. I'll
3: finagle
6: around you. you
5: know, but well, that's like, good that you're doing that now or before you have, like, six rods out in a mess. Yeah.
6: Like, yeah. Do it with a beer in your hand, too. Don't spill your beer. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Have game-ready condition. it up. <laughs> but, I mean, that.
7: but it was the same thing. And, like, I, I was trying. I mean, Tom was helping me really, like, wrap my head around some stuff. I, I got to, like, visualize it and, like, physically do it before I can, like, really do it. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, help me. He's like, put that planer board on, like go. And I was like, all right, this is great. I'm like really getting this e-casting. But then, <laughs> but then, yeah, then going home and like looking at my own boat, I'm like, ah, like what, you know, off the corner. And then like, maybe we can put a third set up here. And, you know, what if the one behind you rips? Like, am I going to like lean over him on the tiller? I mean, he's really in <laughs> oh. that back corner. So it's, I mean, it's, I guess until we have it happen,
3: which we'll
0: is just Does your boat have a deck or does it just have like gunnels?
7: It has got it. Well, there's like the little, um, bunks on the sides. I mean, so the gunnels up pretty high. Um, and then, yeah, there's not a, like
0: a deck in the back. There's a slight deck in the front because with boats with gunnels, like Nick has these, like those portable, um, fat AZ rod holders that will, you know, fit right over the gunnel and, you know, you just clamp them on and then you can adjust the positioning of them. Yeah. But you know, it's,
7: but mine's a mess. I mean, Tom and Ryan were really helping me think that through because that's the holders I bought. I'm like, this is great. I'll clamp them to the side. Like this will be like a good trial for me, but my gunnels, I don't have any like rail system or like any kind of like way to attach. So I, I got the clamp on, but it's not deep enough to get the clamps on the side. So I'm like, I'm going to engineer this like wooden block and put it on the side. And like, then that slips and goes over the edge. I'm like, this isn't going to work. So the, on the back of my corners of the Lund, like there's a little caps on the corners. I can get it to clamp onto there. And I bought big rubber plugs to give it like a little bit of a wobble. Like, I mean, to kind of like absorb it a little bit, but it's on there tight. I'm like that's, I'm going to get some leashes on it and I guess pray. Hope for
3: the best.
4: I actually uh, <laughs> like that corner <laughs> aluminum cap that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I've, I took that off on our boat and screwed track to it. Like a little six inch piece of track. Then you can just put one on there. Well, but that's what is. Tom
7: and I were talking, too. He's like, you can get these little track, you know, down Irwin and then yeah. you know, put them on yeah. there. But it's like we're ah. in such we're in such close quarters in the right. back of that. We yeah. find her and we're like, we're going to give this a shot until it all gets dragged into the lake. Yeah. Try <laughs> yeah. again.
4: And that's what like I think. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Like the gunnel is like, you know, what I mean, like too big for the the normal down east clams. And I was talking to Andy the one time. I was like, could I just get you to, like, machine bigger sea clamps to fit on there? And he's like, that's going to cost you more than the rod holder. So
0: <laughs> You might as well buy a new boat. <laughs> yeah, that was,
4: but, but, yeah, that's why I, it's a tricky scenario with that. Go
2: ahead, Mike. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, and I think I had the same problem with the Sylvan. And it, and we found a, a little solution that we had going with it. So, are, are you saying like your your beam your gunnel, when those clamps go on the feet, like it, it won't go all the way around it just because it won't open up wide enough? It's like the, the it's like, like, like it's beveled underneath. There's a bevel, and
7: so it catches one end of that clamp. Like the one side will be flush against the boat, but then the like foot side of it, right. it rests on that. So if there any tension, it just like rotates right off the gunnel
2: so what we did is actually my dad did it but he we took a saws or a hacksaw and and sawed the feet off and then the screw went all the way flush right under the gunnel and, and it, it actually made for a, almost a, a completely solid lock where it wouldn't move at all because it was like put a little piece of rubber in there Ran that right
6: against the gunnel, and I mean, it,
4: you're talking about taking off the, like the little pivoting part yes. on the end of the screw.
0: Yes. Okay, and that makes sense. So instead of instead of having those two little feet, you then added a little piece of rubber that would secure it against the, and the it aluminum, up,
6: and then it let it get up underneath there. Get and then right I mean, it, you couldn't have pulled it off. You would have you would have tore the whole side. Yeah, you're
0: you're way
4: closer together instead of instead exactly. of being out of here. You're
6: exactly. What's it? The other
7: part that I ran into too was that the the clamp didn't close far enough. So, like, I mean, the rubber, if the rubber was like thick enough or wide enough, I could get it. But like, even if I took off that little foot off the screw, that cap, that other end, that like claw end, it it would have just slipped right over the top. My gunnel's real weird. It's shallow on the inside and like wider on the outside. So I just really couldn't get it. I was like, I have to either mount something on here or you know, I re- I texted uh, the guy from Fat AZ while I was on the boat up at Nipissing because we're looking and we're like, we can do this. So I'm texting him from the boat on like while we're eating lunch on the water. And he's like, t- he's like, send me some pictures of the back. And he's sending me drawings on. T- he's like, we could like mount rails and all stuff. I'm like, yeah, I- that's I awesome. Figure this out. You know, this is too much, too much real quick.
6: You need to just buy another boat.
7: That's, listen, I'm going to need a bigger house because
0: I need a bigger garage to put it in there. Fire yeah. so the ranger, problem solved. Yeah. You can just sleep in the ranger. Okay. Exactly.
5: Well, before, I would kind of want to get back to Ryan's fish here because him catching the fish was not the end of the...
1: No, this was only the beginning.
3: That
5: was only the start of it.
1: That <laughs> was only the beginning of the nightmare. So... Oh, so so I'm to, taking to, a dip.
3: To Yeah, yeah so oh.
1: to, to go... To kind of get back into this, I was talking about the rod tip up. So, you know, I'm reeling this fish in and it felt like a good fish the whole time. I mean, it was, it was head shaking and everything. It felt like a good fish. Well, when the fish came up to the surface, Tom and I, I think had a moment. We looked, looked at each other and we were like, oh, that doesn't God. look like a
5: canadota fish. That doesn't that look like, like a real
1: a Like I was like, that's a really good fish. And he, again, like picture this, I'm down kind of in and I could just barely see because, like, my eyes are basically just above the waterline. He's down point. where, like, you would sit in a bass boat, like, in the hull. So, Tom got a really good look at it. And all I could see was just, you know, this. My ass. Basically, in this, like, gold flash that looked like a really good fish. So, we get it in the net. Long story short, we get it in the net. We're both going bananas. <laughs> okay. And I'm like. I feel like my candidata curse has been lifted. And at that point, we weren't even really talking about the good musky karma until we released that fish. But yeah,
5: well, I went into first Ryan is hyped up as he should be. And I'm looking up and I see the shoreline like 20 feet away and the wind is, has not let up Uh, yet. It's still whipping equally as hard as when we rescued our uh, team USA swimmer buddy. So we're, we're like, if I didn't drop an anchor, we were, what, like 30 seconds away from oh, smashing yeah. it into the shore, too? Big so time. my first, I don't have, I still don't have spot locks. So In my first order of business, I, like, push Ryan out of the way. I'm like, got to get an anchor out. So I chuck an anchor. We, did, we didn't pull any rods, just threw an anchor off. And as we're unhooking the fish, every rod that we didn't pull is now wrapping its way around the anchor line.
1: Yeah, and everything so we, else. Which and is, every, yeah which is every rod, by the way. It's not just every other rod. It is every single rod on that boat is now wrapped around the boat and the anchor line and itself and each other and everything else. It was just like.
5: But the first order of business was getting, because the fish, that was like the worst hooked muskie I've seen this year.
1: Dude, that fish absolutely crushed that DK. Like it, we are talking about this. Like they don't, for some reason, those baits, whatever, they just, they hit them hard. But like, dude, this this was
5: like a big rubber eat.
1: I mean, it freaking—it didn't choke it, but it—it it ate it. It got every single hook, every single hook on that bait, nine-inch DK. Yes. So we're cutting, we're cutting hooks. We're like trying cutting to get lines, this,
5: cutting I, hooks.
1: I look down and I see Evans miner, like wrapped in the net on the outside of the net. Yeah, I'm like, where the hell
5: did this one come from? This was like <laughs> on the other side of the boat, like, like oh.
1: this is a giant disaster. So at one point, what when what, did that did that happen before? As you were cutting hooks.
5: Yeah, so we we got the fish unhooked, and then we were going to get it out of the bag, and we realized we still had like every bait in the bag. So we wanted to get the bat the the baits out of the bag first before we go reaching in for the fish and stuff.
2: This the that's what I almost did—the old slip. What's that? When we throw in the disclaimer that this can all be avoided by clearing rods. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Just, well, just throwing that out
1: there. So okay, and my boat partner was busy <laughs> celebrating. I was going I'm gonna be away. real honest with you guys. I. I don't even remember Tom dropping the anchor. You know why? Because I was yelling <laughs> at every single person on on the freaking shore, Dota Lake. I was going mark, absolutely. I know, dude. It
0: was insert un- insert mark insert the video of Mark saying to Ryan, "Why are you? <laughs> screaming? What are you screaming for?" Uh,
3: yeah!
8: yeah. What are you screaming for? I'm pumped. I
3: can't. <laughs> yeah, well, it
1: was it was classic ryan reed and it was like dude everybody in canadota lake knew that i caught a muskie at that present moment he said i had no the idea
5: i came out of his house an onto the dock do you remember that in the <laughs> whole midst of it he heard you in his cabin and came out on the dock and like his pjs with his coffee to see what was going and on and his dog yeah it wasn't so the guy it not guy
4: that just soaks bluegills constantly was it
5: <laughs> maybe I <don't> know, but... <laughs> so yeah we're digging baits out of the net and i'm like strat i have like a knee kind of on like the transom where the, where the outboard is and i have like another knee kind of like on the boat in the net and i'm like holding on to the net and we're rocking and rolling and my knee slipped off the transom and my left leg kind of went in the water and I'm i grabbed grab onto the net to kind of get back in the boat and the only reason that net stayed where it was is because old Ryan Reed over there was kneeling on it or I would have been in the water with the muskie the net uh Evans oh. minor a DK he was going dead center
1: of the net and guess guess who was there old bear old
5: paws bear scooped paws. me
3: right up bear paws. Bobby Bear paws. Snowhead, with Trapper. the big
5: old
1: Bear Paws you can barely
5: even see it in the video how quick this all happens in less than like a quarter of a second he just swoops me right up like a yeah. bass and Ryan
4: Ryan knew you were trying to
5: net dump him again I uh, saw had to take him take precautions dude I saw
1: him teeter and then I heard his leg going and I was like heard not today buddy Not was <laughs> in <losing> my <laughs> muskie freaking right around <laughs> and I'm like, I am not losing this fish because I saw him, in him the video, face first into the net on
5: that. You one. hear it in the video. He goes, you good? I'm like, I'm good. And right back to business, right back <laughs> to digging baits out of the net like it never happened. So Ryan get- was
4: probably ready to just sparta to kick you off
5: the back of the uh-huh. boat. He's like, finally, I got rid of this fucker.
1: We, we got the fish. Out, we got the fish out of the net. And guess what? There was no circus music.
5: Yeah, which I, I'm very proud of. Usually when Ryan's digging in the mm-hmm. net, he'll ask you if you're ready. He'll say, are you ready? With the camera. And when he gives you the, are you ready? You have time to like, Send a couple text messages, call your mom, tell her you love her, eat a yeah. sandwich it before, before well, Ryan gonna, gets that. Yeah.
0: Are we That's just going to gloss over Tom's Jaw Spreaders? Oh, <laughs> oh, no. You know what? We Had need to go disclaimer. back. Oh, I didn't like, want to go there.
1: Like,
5: go there. Okay. So I've let never me,
1: seen. I'm ready to go there. So keep in mind, like, okay, I literally sure. asked him, I was like, dude we okay, gotta get okay, okay, all okay. these baits out of this net because i don't want to put my hand in there i don't want you to put your hand in there i don't want our hands anywhere near this many baits with this fish in this net tom's like so. my hands what huh i'm just gonna so go <laughs> throw it in i look in over there. and somebody go. has a freaking fish's mouth jammed open with their hand and their hand is in its mouth like in the roof of its mouth. And he's like literally making a fist and he's just like pressing up as hard as he can into this fish. And the the fish's mouth is open and he's in there working these pliers. And I'm looking back and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? That <laughs> did you say-
3: let me, let me
0: what did you first say tell him, you, that's the least he could do. The yeah. Canadota Lake Medical Center is not much of a medical center. Nope. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can assure you of that. I bet you that's true. Like, when you're in a
5: situation, when you see a fish with like hooks in it, like you get so jaw spreaders a and you use pliers. Bad... Yeah, but, like, so the thing is, like, the jaw spreaders in that situation, that wouldn't have done shit. Because the way that fish was hooked, it was hooked in a way where its jaw, its bottom jaw was hooked to the top jaw. So before I could even spread the jaws, I had to get in there somehow and cut the jaws apart. So, like, in that moment, I'm not, I don't care about, like, what's a... F- no way, dude. Dude, okay. dude,
0: dude, dude, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, before, no, no, no. Don't even say that. I'm not. The, dude know the, the, have you, you seen bad you've yesterday. seen we've all seen bad musky you know and yeah. it's it will slice you wide open Absolutely. and all if i can think about is that all i can think about is that uh the shark video did you um, see that oh one yeah, this, yeah. The, earlier this year where basically the dude was kind of doing the same type of thing kind of be captain cowboy you know i'm just going to take this out with my hand and, and Ends up losing half of his fucking hand. The thing is, it
5: looks bad in the picture, but if you pay attention, there's a spot on the muskie's
0: nose where every no time I've Paul. seen
5: Tom handle a fish, he
4: does something completely unsafe. insane.
0: Wait, so are you saying like there's a spot on the muskie's nose, like on a great white shark where you can yeah, like, you know, yeah, touch the nose them up. Yeah, and, and it'll, to. it'll like stop and put it in like a hip. You just got to be
5: quick. You got to know, you got to be able to play chicken with them. If <laughs> Does anybody them getting ready to move and getting uncomfortable, you get the hell out Insert of it.
0: Disclaimer. <laughs> Insert disclaimer. Insert disclaimer. This is Tom's this favorite is, tool, the boga. And This is, is Tom's Thank advice. You,
3: yeah. Thank you, dude. And listen so you, that, this you, is actually, yes
2: this is what yes you need it. It, is. Is so that it is no yes that exactly it. is Yes, but if you're is. if you
5: pick a fish up when you touch a fish for the first time you know if it's like jumpy or not oh, and goodness. ryan and i both <laughs> knew this fish was like the most cooperative muskie i have oh, ever you guys <laughs> did not? you guys okay Listen, we, we got,
4: we got ever, Joe Exotic,
3: the musky. Mister, you I
8: mean. never the do the musky this musky just was. This was re- taking re- yeah. it home as a
3: pet.
1: No, she was. She was not doing. She was literally <laughs> behaving herself. But that does not mean you shove your freaking hand <laughs> in her mouth. You know? and I'm freaking out at this point because I literally made it a point. It was like Tom, we got to get these baits out of the way because I don't want anybody to get hurt. And we get Tom's the baits like, out of the way,
5: Mike. My- pretty you make okay so you make fun of me but you you, with the part that you don't realize i've been handling like 60 pound grass carp since i was in like like freaking diapers so it's like a musky yes they have teeth yes it's scary but if you're careful dude it's another fish let me just say that's like the dude that's like the dude in australia like your
6: hand in
2: its mouth that's not being careful you guys you
6: guys
5: no different than
0: a big king dealing with a crocodile being like listen i had salamanders as a kid i got this (laughs) covered i still (laughs)
4: got six fingers
1: you guys listen to me tom tom got it done bottom line we got every single point cut on that bait dude every single hook point every single hook point we had to cut on that bait and tom got it done it was a little unorthodox and (laughs) i recommend i probably recommend that you don't do it that way i don't recommend it either in that situation i understand what he was doing now the one thing I will say after that, I noticed that there was freaking blood all there over was. the place. Comes it with wasn't it. the fish's blood. It was Tom's blood on the no, reels, okay. on the seats, Guess what? On, I'm the okay. floor, on the floor, It's gatto, okay to get cut. You're not going to die. I promise. On my, yeah, on my phone. Like, it was insane. <laughs> Listen, we got it done. Okay? It that done. fish, even though I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I kind of botched the release a little bit. Just a little bit on it. And you botched the bump. Well, the bump, too. By, uh, by bumping it. I underbumped the fish. It, listen, it was probably a 45. I'm calling it a 44. I don't really care. I wanted yeah, to talk that about extra That extra inch
5: isn't going to
0: make any difference. That talk was about a beautiful fish, thing. man.
5: We just talked about adding inches to muskie and these rigged bump boards. I've never seen someone try to shave two inches off their muskie like Ryan did that time.
1: I mean, it might have been a fo- I, Who knows? It could have been a foot. I had a, probably a half an inch to, a, I don't know, maybe an inch on top of the bump board. I mean, like, who cares it doesn't you matter right 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 right. it doesn't matter i i, I screw things up all the time i released the fish <laughs> and she kind of went belly up for a second and then she course corrected and went right down and i at that point in time tom and i looked at each other and we went freaking bananas again mm-hmm. and the guy like i turned and the guy was like on the dock he's like how big was it and i was like i don't even remember what i said did i tell him i was like i don't, I don't know. even know, I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> just released it it's right there like no i had no idea i was fired up
5: but then the then the show started all over again because we dug 100 pounds of cannon dota cabbage off the anchor and five other trolling baits that were wrapped yeah but at that
0: at that time it doesn't matter didn't matter well we were saying you could you could do that and you know all day long and it's you know you're doing it in, in your glory that's you know? how
5: he Ryan, was like we got a mess and i think i'm like i dude i don't even care i'm like we'll dig these baits out all day after that like it
1: took us 45 minutes to reset because we had and you almost need a reset after
5: day. that like that's one mistake i feel like that's when mistakes happen if you just go right back to it like we needed a breather to like kind of get regather ourselves i don't know
3: So. I did
1: oh and what so okay after this happens right i send the text message out you get back after you're getting gas and Basically, for the rest
0: of the afternoon, we kind of trolled until. Yeah, because of, because of that, that was the first real action any we had had. I started trolling. We trolled until basically until dark. And then we went in and ate dinner. Uh, uh Yeah. let So let's do a little aside on our Friday night dinner, which shout out to Tom here, because we've been busting Tom's ball since last year about these flatbreads. Right. <laughs> anyone that's listened, anyone that's listened to the podcast has probably heard us mention Tom's imaginary flatbreads, the flatbreads that don't exist. Alleged, flatbread. alleged flatbreads. Allegedly. Allegedly. No longer flatbreads. alleged. And let me tell you, Tom brought up a big, uh, a big cooler. I'm like, what the hell is in that cooler? Like beers, you know, whatever. Like no, That's all the flatbreads. ingredients, stuff. baby. And I will say, they they turned out all right
5: for working on a working on a beer pong table with a headlamp. Dude, they turned out
0: amazing. You know, like, bet, oh, like, honest to God, Tom, not getting better than I had ever expected. How, how
4: much of Tom's blood from the open wounds on his hands got in the flatbreads? That's how you, you know spice what? them up a little.
3: That's the,
4: that's
0: that's kind of the best part, you know. Just uh-huh. like, it's it's like the guess. It's like, wait, irony. is that sriracha or Tom's blood? Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> no. condone
1: eating yeah. blood. I'm just saying, I'm not going to condone this, but I will say the jalapenos. <laughs> And the pickles,
5: oh yeah,
0: yes. Never, never so there's thought. pickles. So it's red onion, pickles, jalapenos, chicken, barbecue, sour cream sauce. No, no like, sour cream. No, I thought there was a no. no? no Sriracha,
5: um, Chipotle, Ch- Chipotle Ranch.
0: That's okay. That's what yeah. it was. All right, hey, I had for, a, forgive me for for mistaking it. Uh-huh. Got the. Recipe I had them day
6: old, leftover
0: reheated, Ooh. and they were excellent excellent, oh, excellent. Oh, Don, man. See? Don, Don senior, senior, Don senior seal L- the seal of approval <laughs> don't and, get and any let's, better let's than get this straight let's get this straight okay this weekend is not just about fishing we can go anywhere and fish okay we can this this is not about fit just about fishing it's about hanging out having a good time hopefully eating good food and you know that's why we that's that's a big part of what what I wanted this thing to be so Tom making those flatbreads was, was awesome. It was amazing. We were Stocked up.
5: And day two, I guess that's when the real fun starts. That's when our special guests arrived.
0: Yeah. Well, no, uh, no. So late, late Friday night, Nate bud made his, made his appearance. Yes, he did. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, he did all night long. So, so my dad, my dad had been planning on spending the weekend up there with us. Like he was totally excited to be a part of this and everything. And then, you know, my mom had to, had to go to the hospital and she's doing well now. So things are, things are good. But my dad was really bummed that he wasn't able to, to hang out and meet Don senior and, you know, meet everybody. Cause I told him that, you know, that how much the guys enjoy, you know, hanging out and man, he was really bummed to not be there, but he was there at least for, at least for Friday night Nate Bud showed up. What time did you get there Friday night? 9
7: 30, 10, maybe.
0: Yeah. It might have even been a little bit later than that.
5: I don't know. Hmm. I come walking out of the house and I see a silhouette at the campfire with a Pittsburgh beanie and a case of icy light. And I'm like, I know who's out there. Oh, shit. He's going up <laughs> over to <those. laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Down in the Dota.
0: Down in the Dota at the yeah. Iron City. The, so Nate Bud shows up fr- late. Friday night, and we all get up early Saturday morning. Not early Saturday morning. Early is we'll, in like nine thirty. Yeah. Can I just say?
1: Can I just say that between Thursday night and Friday night, that may have been the hardest I've ever laughed, and particularly <laughs> this year. Like I laughed so freaking hard those two nights. It it probably honestly might have been my favorite trip of the year. Just saying.
5: I could probably add a clip in here. I took on a GoPro when we were trying to go to sleep. And you guys are up in the loft, <laughs> giggling like a bunch of thirteen-year-old girls at a sleepover. Nobody Dude, could we... go to sleep. As soon as it would be quiet for ten seconds, the giggling would start uh, back. We often.
0: watched. Oh gosh, how we watched like, the the first season of Chappelle's Show, and we laughed like you couldn't believe it. Like it's it was like we had never seen that stupid show before. I the mean, dude, it, where's it my car. hilarious. It was the Oh dude, yeah, where's that's right. Car. We watched dude, dude Where's My Car. And and
5: no the, way, the highlight, the Jeremy Wait or the uh the old what is it called? The Monster Quest? Oh, uh, the <laughs> Monster <laughs> Quest. The <old laughs> little musky that's, that's what did it. That's
1: what put us over. That's what the put edge. it over I, the edge. I brought <laughs> up
0: the the Lee
1: Talkin Monster Quest episode. <laughs> that's right.
0: And none of us believed it. I yeah. I had never seen it before. So sure enough,
5: but yeah, there anybody out there? Go on YouTube and look up the old Lee Tower Tau- or the what is it called, Ryan? The Musky Monster it's Quest Monster episode, Monster Quest,
1: the Musky Edition, whatever that is. Just type yeah. in Musky Monster Quest. You will so not be out disappointed.
5: There, they're out there with Lee Towken and the Lindners chasing these 35-inch muskie around with $5,000 submarines and little remote control drones and stuff. And it's <laughs> it's something to see, man.
1: It is. Dude, Nate Bud and I got in this laughing fit at like one in the morning. And it, it was exactly the way you guys described it. It was like, we'd laugh so hard for like five minutes. And then it, we'd both calm down. And then I'd hear like Nate go, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it just start all over again. And the same what thing happened it? either way. It's kind but, of like being at camp in my place because like you can kind of hear everything, you know, because you got the, the downstairs and then you have the, the upstairs loft. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like being in bunk beds with your buddies. Do we need oh. to... Do we Nate, do we need to tell them what happened. Late on Friday. <laughs> I don't Friday? Even know what
2: happened.
7: I, oh. I just know like I woke up Wednesday morning like 4:30 in the morning just cracking up. I was just thinking about it. <laughs> what
3: the hell happened up there in that loft?
6: Lord. We don't know about. So, I, I got which I thing. See. Well, okay, so
1: we I we had a we had a few beers, you know, on Oh on, god, where is this on, going? Uh, so I get up, I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And for some reason, in Owen's loft, okay, there's there's one bed in the corner, one bed in the middle, and then there's, like, another bed, like, tucked way back in this, like, into the wall almost. Well, here I thought Nate had taken that third bed, right, and just had, like, a suitcase laying on the bed beside me. Well, I got, I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and you guys know, like, I can't stand oh, – I have wobbles. terrible balance, number one. Up on this loft, like, real skinny, like, narrow, like, to get around. And then I got to somehow navigate, like – the ladder to get back downstairs, right? So, I'm I go to like take a step down the ladder and I'm like, "Uh-uh, ain't gonna happen." And I like stumble back and like trip, and my hand goes like right onto the bed where Nate was sleeping, right? <laughs> I didn't realize that was Nate. I thought it was Nate's suitcase. Here, I'm putting my hand directly on Nate's like backside.
3: Welcome to Hunts <laughs> like weekend. Nate, but...
6: weekend.
1: <laughs> That's the second time the bear paw struck. <laughs> yeah, two times.
6: Yeah. <laughs> So I use, of water.
1: <laughs> I use Nate to
6: like, reposition.
1: Like I I'm literally dying. use Nate's body to like force myself back up to get like stable enough to come down the steps. The next morning, I wake up and I look over. I'm like, first thing I said
0: to him was like, "Oh my god, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't
3: know that was you." I thought it was your
0: <laughs> All right. So so I think that's I think that's gonna have to be my project for next year is 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 uh, fixing that that whole staircase the whole that loft situation just
4: get on get on craigslist find a used acorn stairlift you
5: know get a fire up. pool get wires pole yeah it's fine
2: staircase like the one out front yeah <laughs> right down in the living room see
1: <laughs> we need. where i went wrong was i should we should have sent like the two small guys up there and left the big guy downstairs <laughs> on the couch
3: <laughs> oh
5: that's funny so, so yeah we Go fishing all day with Nate Budd, though? No, not as, or no, that's the same morning that the uh, team Swink showed up, right?
2: Yeah, and I can yeah. attest to how early you guys all got up because I was. Because Donnie beat us. Yeah,
5: Donnie beat us on
3: the
0: water. The
3: water. <laughs> and that Donnie was on the dust. in the
5: lake from Beaver County. So.
0: They, they <laughs> ate at Perkins before they got.
5: They still beat us. I want to hear, hear about how
1: Mark and also the Swinks made it up on Saturday morning. So well, Mark, you came up in the afternoon, but swinks, where did you guys? So what? What? How did you get up? You got up at okay. what time? You
2: want to start us off, oh, we got up. I don't know
6: what time was it. Six, seven.
3: He uh, oh, still beat us to the water.
6: Yeah, we got uh, we got up. I think <laughs> six o'clock. Went up and hooked up, and uh, maybe left at six o'clock.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we hit the road. That's what it was. Six.
6: Went up, got on the water. Figured figured you guys would have a head start on us, but
2: and
1: is this right? You guys had a, a good meal. Seen. You had a good meal on your way up?
2: Uh we didn't. We actually did not. We stopped at Sheets. Okay. Uh we so we did have a good meal, I guess you could say. We had a good sheets meal. Uh you know, sheets burritos are pretty good in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. But you know, what? Good for you, <laughs> senior. Don senior. What's okay. What sheets burrito do you get in the break? I get the sausage, egg and cheese.
6: Yeah. Sausage and and the bacon.
0: Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty convinced that sheets has changed their breakfast sausage over the last year.
6: They absolutely
0: have. It was really, really good previously and the last couple of times I've had their breakfast burritos. I've not been particularly impressed.
2: Nope. I agree.
0: All right. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me.
2: Switch it over to bacon, he says. You heard it here first,
6: folks. I actually got one bacon and one sausage. and was
0: like, oh, no, nope, it's not right. No, nope. I'm telling you, I, I'm the same way. I've I've actually gotten them at, at multiple sheets.
3: I've,
0: I've given them a chance, yes. I've tried it at a different sheets thinking like, oh, maybe it was just that one sheet that so like New Alexandria that had the shitty sausage. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nope, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, bullshit. The damn supply chain yeah oh. that's
6: it mm-hmm. joe biden's
0: fault <laughs> <laughs> blame blame biden for the sausage yeah. oh my let's, sti- let's stick mess. the
4: where's the beef sound
5: sound clip in here <laughs> well speaking wow. of beef i got to sleep next to the pot of roast beef on night one.
0: Oh, that's right my wife's beef was cooking next to you the whole night <laughs>
5: Got to sleep next to your wife's beef. I think
0: that's
1: the first thing Tom said, too, in the morning. Like, I remember, like, peeking down around the, the banister, and Tom's like, I got to sleep next to the beef last <laughs> night.
5: I'd wake up in the middle of the night, and it was just, like, blowing right up into my nose from the floor in the crock pot. It was like a nice little Yankee candle, honestly. <laughs> my <laughs> you
2: know, wife told wait, me I she wait, made, so like... Make a sandwich. I would add at least two overnight sandwiches.
5: Just reaching down in my sleep into the pot and taking handfuls of beef while I'm sleeping.
0: Well, there wasn't time to cook it because my wife, she was like, oh, I'm going to make like, you know, more than I normally do. And I'm thinking she made like three or four pounds. She made nine pounds of beef. And (laughs) like, so that's why it took, I mean, that thing cooked for like 24 hours. Nick would have been in heaven. So,
6: we That's pull into the boat launch and get all situated, get out onto the water. What? In it? No.
5: It seemed like right away. Team yeah, Swink we get all screaming. set up.
2: And uh, we, we really, we made one pass around the lake, and uh, we were kind of just coming back around, and we were see, it was seeing a lot of bait, and... and He was still driving. I just got set up, got the rod set up. I you know, he was driving and I was getting things kind of still honestly still kind of getting situated, getting the net in place and making sure the release tools are out and all that kind of crap. And rod goes off. And I said, you know, that don't sound like a fifty, you
6: go ahead and reel that one in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: <happened>. <laughs> sure, Justin, that's a good call me.
2: he said hey son this is your specialty go bump that <laughs>
3: <with it>. <laughs> there, <laughs> uh,
0: so so ryan and i were fishing together saturday morning and the first pass like we're we were going we're we're, we're drifting down the the one shoreline and here comes donnie and don senior trolling by us and and donnie's standing up front like check your fucking phone what i'm like what He's like, check your phone that's the great and part about this lake we look at our phone like and we're like man they just not they just nailed one and they've been on the water like an hour if that
5: that's the great part about that lake for people that don't know is like we're me. I'm fishing with Nate Bud on one end, and the swinks catch a fish on the other end, and you can hear them screaming and celebrating. I go to Nate Bud. I'm like, "Up, oh, team swinks must have just caught." It was like the story Booker told us. The so gunner. how you heard the shot and knew someone caught one, and you can like hear each <laughs> right. other's conversations.
6: I actually, I actually had my gun with me. I wanted to. Have the shot. <laughs> I did. Because we listened to that episode on the way up, <laughs> and I said. Should I signal off right now? I should... I'm gonna
0: cap a muskie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so so we should say that Ryan got a little bit of grief for of course for social media. Ooh, who doesn't uh... get grief these days? But Ryan got grief for for saying that, that we were going to Canadota. And to anyone listening here, Canadota is the tiniest lake you could ever find. If you want to go there and muskie fish it, by all means go there and musky fish it. Cause you're, you're not, you're going to have to have the most, you know, you're going to have to go there on very specific times. You can't musky fish this lake. It is that small. That's why we do it in late fall. And even then, like, you know, you, you there's not room for very many boats. So please don't think that this is some like lake that you're going to, that we're burning. You know, if you musky fish, you're going to know about canada lake if you want to go fish it by all means go fish it but don't think that this is some destination lake that people need to start flocking to i mean i'll
4: tell you the day to go there is like the saturday or sunday before fourth of july
0: yeah that's when they
3: really you can play
0: frogger you can play frogger with with pontoon boats i made that
4: mistake one time larissa and i went and it's just like floating inflatable flamingos and pontoon boats in like 30 boats hooked up together like
0: it's unfishable so so please so please do not take this as like this lake is some musky musky paradise it is nothing like it it is a tiny lake that happens to have muskies in it and we enjoy fishing it and it's just like every other kettle lake what isn't that what how they're referred to as kettle lakes in the northwest PA? You know, you got Canadota, you got LaBeouf, you got now Woodcock's a reservoir. So Very Woodcock friendly. is not yeah. Edinburgh's natural, right? Yep.
7: So Hey, I don't want to burn a spot, but Tom and I saw 50 good on the slide.
5: Yeah, right down the road, <laughs> Then yeah. first. We, with a, not, with a white claw
7: in its hand. Nothing shaking. With a white
4: claw in its <laughs> hand. I'll guarantee that muskie went
5: inside for a
4: pina colada because they're some of the best you can find. Well, it, it had the Northwest pina
5: colada the,
0: in its hand while it was coming down the slide. Right. Yeah. We, when we little were little struggling, I area, actually thought yeah. about texting you guys and saying like, all right, everyone meet over at the frog pond. Let's get a pina colada. And I was like, yeah, that's probably not going to go over too well with this crowd. <laughs> I, I
1: want to go back to this because I feel like this is something that kind of frustrates me about the musky community in general. You know, but like I get this message on set. Was that fr- was Friday morning?
0: Because I, yeah, I put Friday
1: morning, I put something on my stories like, oh, heading out to the Dota, Hunks weekend, whatever. This guy felt the need to tell me. That I was spot burning a lake that doesn't need to get any more pressure, and how this lake's been ruined by people like me posting, you know, simply for the fact that they're fishing there. I this is you you know all
2: fish anywhere without telling me you can't fish. Catch fish. Yeah, you know what,
1: dude? I don't even need to get negative about uh, about it. My my point with kind of circling back around on this is this is the culture that needs to change. This is the part about the muskie community one of the many parts of the muskie community that needs to change you cannot i don't care what lake you're fishing you're not burning a lake just by saying you're fishing there
0: you google if you google muskies in pennsylvania you're going to get a list of all of these lakes every lake we've talked about is on that list like we are not we're not cracking any yeah, I, codes we're I, not giving you any spots on the lake we're not you know what i mean we're not telling you where to fish it's like this whole uh, this whole idea that you can't say you're fishing Back, a lake. We'll tell them don't fish by the slide. Yeah, no, <laughs> do fish, do fish what? by the slide.
3: Just you got to be very, you got to be very careful. Yeah.
4: See, just, if you if you really wanted to burn a spot, I would tell people to fish Union City Reservoir. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> we'll
3: Have
0: to find that one. You, have to, that you have to
1: drag a canoe like a quarter mile. <laughs> There's
0: no boat access.
1: If anybody listening to this feels like you need to, for like force your opinion or or tell somebody they're wrong for saying where they're fishing, you need to change your mindset. Period. You don't I need agree. to. You don't
0: need to do it. You and now, do it. and now, if you're going on your your trophy lake and you want to protect your trophy spots, we get that one million percent. Okay. No one's trying to tell you to give up your your spots or anything, but talking about a lake that can be found on any list of musky lakes in Pennsylvania, that is not spot burning, guys. Like, to anyone out there that thinks it is, it's simply not. Like, you can go fish Cana Lake any day you want. If you, you want to go chase
2: stocked lakes and it's, all, yeah, and it's I like know it's all, exactly like you it's, can it's, tell like what yeah. they put in every
0: year. You can like see the when they've been stocked, what's been put in there. So let's not act like we're cracking some code. here, Okay. Yeah.
1: I just, it, it's frustrating and irritating, but back to the swing. So Rod goes off. It's clearly not a 50. So seniors like, ah, uh-uh, I ain't uh-uh, touching that. not mine. Uh-huh. What, what happened? What was, what fit? What, what, what was it?
2: Uh, It was the uh, seven-inch boss shad in the sucker pattern. And I have to give a little credit to Nick, even though he was in Canada, Canada land, (laughs) Canada, whatever you want to call it. Canada, one of those places. Uh, That boss shad, I actually snagged at a different lake a couple years ago and lost it on a good old anchor rope. Then Nick and I were out, a week later, a few weeks later, snagged said anchor rope again. This time we retrieved anchor with his bait and my boss shad on it. So I was – the only reason why i still had that bait is because nick uh snagging that anchor rope the second time around but yeah he's
5: good at finding this
2: he is he really is. the
4: only reason you still have it's because you were with us when we found
3: <laughs> <laughs> fair enough
2: yeah
5: speaking of finding things the swinks also found me a nice present and hung it on my uh jeep for me yeah,
2: yeah i had that's nothing a treasure do that. i don't uh-huh. know anything about that
6: <laughs> they thought you went anyway, allegedly fish a yeah,
2: allegedly, yeah. allegedly that
5: allegedly way. hung something on my jeep door
2: uh but yeah we were uh so we were trolling relatively deep like we said we were seeing bait and that uh i had that uh boss shad on the side rod uh probably about 10 foot down i'd say and that thing just started screaming and uh I, you know, I immediately knew my dad wasn't interested because it was a small fish, obviously. So I took I grabbed the rod and uh he started clearing some lines. Uh and I'll be honest, I, I truly thought that fish was bigger than what it was. Uh it was a thick fish, but man, it just kind of like what Ryan said, it was head shaking the whole way in. And I, I know I said more than once to my dad, I was like, This is a good fish. And then as soon as I actually saw it, I was I was like, Oh, it's I thought it was better than that, but it was still a nice fish. It ended up, we did throw it on the bump because it was my first fish out of Dota and Hunk's weekend. I wanted to see what it was and it was almost exactly 39. So it was a very nice fish. I call it 11 short. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not oh, getting up for. Five that
4: was a years. minus, was a a few minus more, eleven. A few more years, and Donnie will get that refined <laughs> year That senior has.
3: <laughs> Can't uh, all be
2: professionals. That's right. Yeah.
0: So Don Don Senior, I gotta say, Don Senior was an absolute joy to have there this week. Oh, yeah, the whole weekend because the the quote the quote of the weekend to me what was it was like I'm I started to put salt and pepper on the steaks for dinner at lunchtime so we went in for lunch on Saturday and I start you know preparing the steaks for dinner and everyone's like what are you doing like that's not for lunch I'm like no no this is just for dinner you know I'm preparing and what did Don say like a man that's thinking one meal ahead like that's a a man after my heart Good Great. meals don't just happen. There That's, right. That's right.
6: There it is. They That's don't. The
5: they don't. Amen. That's what your sponsorship shirt's going to say, senior, <laughs> when we get it for you with the Blackstone logo. Good meals don't Good meals just happen. Don't just happen. Speaking of Blackstone,
6: man, I have to bow to the king there. I, uh, that, that is one hell of a Blackstone you got sitting on that deck up there.
0: <laughs> and I tell you, man, like that was a, that was a Facebook marketplace purchase. That was one Ooh. of my better, that was one of my better finds. I had been looking for one and that, that the Blackstone is one of those things. It's like, it seems so simple. I don't want to pay full price for it. Like <laughs> that seems ridiculous to pay that much money for a, a flat top griddle. Did you get and your so bagel I, on? I did. I Ooh. did. I got Go some yuppie. I got some yuppie guy. F- I got some yuppie dude from Irwin who had bought this thing and like spent God knows how much. He had everything. He had like all the tools, everything. The cover, the cover alone. Like, I looked it up, it was like $175 for this embroidered cover and all this crazy shit. And he like, he was like, No, I'm just not using it. So my wife told me to get rid of it. I was like, all right, here's what I'll give you. And it was. Dude, it was probably the best purchase I've made. I've made this year. Yeah, and if you want that stairway?
6: It, it's well lit as you go up, and then it's just like ta-da! Stairway uh, to
0: heaven. Yeah. Well, see, see, that's the thing. Is the sun like, was that,
6: shining on it. I was like, my god! <laughs> <this."> <laughs> so that <laughs> whole deck. So all. the whole
0: deck, the whole deck, the stairway, the staircase. That's all new this year. That was all put in just this year because I'm trying to do like one project a year. Um, and like I said, next year it might be fixing the loft so that people don't fall down and kill themselves or my one of my kids don't die you know, in that loft off, area. Enjoy
6: the Blackstone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cook, Cook through, through it.
6: Blackstone. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Cook through it.
5: So then our final guest, guest gets into town, and I think he can talk about all his knockout action and why Dota is a destination lake, right, Mark?
8: Oh, Yeah. So my son had a JV game Saturday morning, and after the game, I rushed home, threw everything in my truck, and headed on up. I'd get there about a quarter to two or so.
0: Yeah, yeah. you got there. You got, uh, like Ryan was saying, oh, Mark's going to be here at 145. And Tom's like, no, he told me 245. And we're like bickering about whether it's 145 or 245, and here comes Mark pulling in the driveway. Yeah, Hey, it's
8: hard for old guys to text and drive, right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I and I let Mark down immediately off the bat because we, we had kind of formed a casting alliance early in the week without letting anybody know because uh, all the dirty trollers, I think he was a little uncomfortable coming into a weekend with all you dirty trollers. So we were going to cast, and my trolling motor battery decided to shit the bed and die for good. That's the, a sign. Yeah. Troll. So... So I let Mark down before he even got there, pretty much. So Mark
0: got, so Mark got it to spend a little time on the Jimmers. Uh-huh. Oh spicy.
1: How was the uh how was Mark's impression of the Jimmers?
8: I don't know. Oh, it wasn't bad. How <laughs> <laughs> I mean, almost threw me in the water a couple of times?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, almost but... pulled, I almost pulled I almost put an SG angling. Shout out Sam Garza, Gaza, I'm sorry, for uh for uh the, the, the we watched the YouTube video. Of him and his daughter. And it was one of my favorite videos. I love the video. Because he and his his family are fishing down in... I don't know where it is. But it's they're fishing and his daughter is on the back of the boat. And she's wearing... She's wearing a, a life vest. And all of a sudden, he hits the... He, he hits the trolling motor and it goes super, you know how, like, you know how it is. Like you have that auto button on the trolling motor. Are you you haven't set the nine or 10. Yeah. If you haven't oh. set to nine or 10, it's going to throw whoever's. And he threw his daughter off. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same way with Mark. I was like, all right, Mark, <laughs> so I'm going to throw you off here. And uh, luckily we did not have to rescue Mark from the, uh, from the lake. <laughs> I cuz I like to fish out of the back of the boat. That's just kind of my natural how, how I like to fish. And so Mark was up at the front and you know I'm still learning this trolling motor. I'm still trying to figure out so I'm I'm liking the spot lock a lot, but when I take it off the of spot lock, I don't know what I had it set on. So if it was on 9 before I put it on spot lock and I take it off the of spot lock, you're like you know like it you
2: Yep, you got to gotta double check that stuff.
0: Yeah, well, the
8: wind wasn't helping either. I mean, it was right. blasting us at 30 miles an hour.
5: Well, I, I know at one point I was with Nate and I looked up at you guys and we're playing the Jesus Take the Wheel game since we have no trolling motor. We're kind of just letting the wind <laughs> blow us. And I look up at Owen and Mark and they're just locked in, raw, winds freaking whipping chucking, through the boat. They're chucking, chucking baits. They, yep, Owen and moving. Mark just... Yeah. And then there, me and Nate are. We have to spin around to like keep eye contact with your guys' boat because we're just getting like tornadoed in the wind. I'm like, Tom, oh, I need that.
7: Tom, you don't have spot lock, but you have anchor lock.
5: We do. And, we have, and poor it man worked.
7: Spot lock. It worked. It kept us on yep. that in that muck.
5: Uh huh. The it poor did. man spot
0: lock, Nate. Yep.
1: So I was at that point. I was sitting on the. I was with the Swinks, really enjoying the troll of Canada Lake <laughs> at that point. And I, I, I'm curious about something. So my, my bait selection would have been a little bit different, but when you guys are out there casting like Owen and Mark, Tom, Nate, bud, like what, what's your game plan? Like, what are you, what baits are you throwing in that scenario? Like high wind trying to cast, cast up a fish.
8: Well, I was throwing a tube.
5: You kind of I think the trolling kind of gave us a hint though. That kind of gave us, cause I started when I came up there, I had Mark, one of Mark's little gliders on to throw around in the slop. And I think after we popped two trolling fish kind of deep out in open water, that kind of told me that maybe we were going to have to, like Mark said, get some baits down to the, he was yelling at me to throw him a Husky Medusa. He wanted to get down even
0: further to him. Yeah. Well, and that's where it it's kind of difficult because when you're fishing deeper water, you're out there at 20 feet and you feel like you don't have anything to cast at. I know Mark and I, like, you know, Mark wanted to get in a little bit more shallow than I was, than I was staying out there. And I mean, I don't know what is the right answer, you know, because we, you guys both caught fish in deeper water. So my thought was if we keep the boat in about 20 feet of water and we can one, you know, we can cast into shallow, shallower water and also cast out I'm thinking that's a good kind of happy medium, but there were points where you're in 20 feet of water and you're really just kind of casting at nothing. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's where, you know, we, we tried to get in shallower, but then as soon as you get into that one point where
3: you're point casting into down. the weeds.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
5: I think a thing too, is that like, So say you're casting and you're trying to get baits down like eight feet. Like we're, we're trolling. We can put a bait. You can put a bait down eight feet. No problem. Right. You just let out a certain amount of line, get it there. I think casting, like people overestimate, like how deep they're they're working their baits. If that may, like your average crank on an average cast, how far do you think you can get that down? Two feet, three feet. Maybe like if you're four feet, if you're working your absolute ass off, like you need that heavy rubber to, if you want to get down eight feet casting, that's a far way to get down casting. I think.
4: That's where you need, like, uh, you know, sinking jerk baits or stuff like that, and to keep
5: it there, like to keep it that eight feet down for your whole castle. That's tough, that's not easy. Like,
0: that's why I like the Raptor, to be honest,
2: stuff like that, Mm -hmm. help in those
0: scenarios. I don't know that the Raptor gets to eight feet, but it gets pretty close to that and it stays right around there. It doesn't have a you know, it doesn't, you're not constantly trying to keep it down. Mm -hmm. It'll, once you get it down to that air it to that spot it'll kind of stay there at least as i've found it
5: i mean even your average rubber though like you can count it down and as you start working it back to the boat like it's coming up like you don't realize it but it's like working its way up to the boat so like it's it's, it's difficult to keep a bait down i think like that yeah you I mean, that's why to you like start trolling. Super slow yeah <laughs> well i want to talk about this too i talked about this with nate bud the great divide in information so we were talking about this a trolling. You guys are trolling. I know we caught our trolling fish, Ryan, doing what? Like three, eight, maybe three and a half miles an hour. Donnie, I'm guessing you were around there, right?
2: Yeah, I think we
6: were In the were threes, fours, fours, whatever. Just four.
5: Yeah. So I was talking to Nate. Nate asked me, he's like, so casting in the fall right now, what's like the typical thing to do? Like, are you going fast? Or are you going slow? And I'm like, well, if you ask any caster in the fall, what are they going to tell you typically? Like live bait, you're kind of slow. And th- like, that's like the common conception, I guess. Not to say there isn't some guy that doesn't burn bucktails in the fall, but generally well, speaking, it's slow in the fall, right?
0: I would say, Mark, when we were out there, like we were definitely fishing slower. Yeah. Like we were not. But you're not like, going to. You, you you're were gonna... fishing rubber mo- most of the time. And, you know, we weren't burning Exactly. So your,
5: your method of attack in the fall isn't going to be to go out and burn a bucktail as fast as you can, right? Like, that's oh. not the first thing you're going to do. But then, so I was telling NAPES, but then look at trolling. So we catch these two trolling fish doing three or four miles an hour. You can't crank a bucktail three, four miles an hour. Right. I so what's what that, what's on. that divide there? Like, you know what I mean? Does that make any sense?
2: It's because the casters and the trollers don't exchange enough information. Yeah,
5: that's it. That's exactly that. That's what I'm saying.
7: You, so, that's what we were saying.
2: You yeah. just, you, you can, if they're eating, you can catch them burning bucktails in December. Mm-hmm. Or whatever.
5: Yeah. That's it, what I'm it, saying. It, it, if that, it, if those two fish ate trolling at four miles an hour, then technically that's faster than you can ever burn a bucktail in October. Like, but so that, that would theoretically
0: apply. Dog. That would theoretically apply all season long. Yeah. Yeah.
5: There's a giant divide in info, I think, and it kind of like baffles me a little.
3: I mean, that look at how weird. many
0: fish. How many? Look at how many fish eat gliders and things that are. I mean, what's the mile per hour on a glider's action?
5: <laughs> Point oh two.
0: Right. <laughs> so it's about it's about whatever can get it to trigger. You know, whatever can trigger the fish. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the speed. Maybe it's the action. Maybe it's a little combination of both.
5: I just thought that was interesting to think about, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm it. not. I would never go burn a bucktail in October, but maybe burning cranks in October is something casters should consider. I don't know.
7: Well, I, I get the idea of it being know. unpredictable and stuff, and and having the like cranks and stuff like that that like triggers it. But like Donnie said, I mean, if a fish is eating, mm-hmm. like it's eating. You know what I mean? It, they it's eat not-
2: year round. You know, like they, it might slow down. It might. You know, their metabolism may slow down, but if. I don't, I still don't care. I don't care what time of year it is. If if that fish is hungry, it's going to eat, you know, I think there's an aspect to, you know, when it comes to sucker fishing and things like that, like overall the fish eat less, right. Or, you know, not as often throughout the day in late fall and winter. So you're just, you're stacking those odds of just getting a fish that, you know, might've been a little lethargic to go, but Again, again, like, if they're eating – I've caught fish in the river on bucktails and as late as uh, the week before Thanksgiving. uh, I mean, they'll they'll eat it, and it's just being there when they're ready to go.
4: That's the thing, too, like, with the trolling speed stuff. Like, I always end up just, like, talking myself out of slowing down because you're – like, if you – between four and three – You know, I mean, if you're going four, you're covering, whatever, 33% more water than someone going three miles an hour. Plus, your baits are probably a little more erratic
5: at higher speeds. And how much different is that to the fish in all all reality? Like one? Right. Yeah.
1: All I can tell you guys is that we spent years trolling slow and not catching fish. And then we bumped it up. And like throughout the entire year, bumped it up and immediately started catching more fish. So there's got to be something to that. What was slow? Like two, two, five. Yeah, it's pretty slow. Two, seven. Like That's never.
4: What, I feel like there's definitely like windows that certain baits work better at. You know what I mean, like Rapalas and stuff might work slower. Some of those just blow out if you go too yeah. fast.
3: Yeah, no, I get that. Oh, it, all, it all
4: depends on what you're running, but.
1: And, and, and then some of that too, like, I'm not saying this was the case, but with our trolling fish, I mean, some of it could have been a suspended fish reaction type bite, you know, Hey, boom, there comes this bait come flying past its face. But I don't know the week before that I was in the Creek with my dad and the only thing I could ever, I could get anything to move on was literally a rattle bait like reeled so slow that it was literally crawling tapping the bottom and nothing else i couldn't get a single fish to move on anything else except for well i did have one on a, a jerkbait earlier but two fish right off the bat on a spinnerbait slow rolled so you go from like that to what we experienced on the lake like where where is where's the what is it <laughs> you know what i mean like what what do you do <laughs> like,
2: there is no right answer you, you know. just got a fish man exactly like, right. you,
4: you got a fish Pick what you're confident in.
2: Yep. Do what you want to do and, and do it to the best as, you know you can. And they're either going to eat or they're not. That's really what it always comes down to.
4: Just don't do what Tom
1: recommends.
3: Right. Mm, do the so, opposite.
1: So Mark was throwing a tube. Oh, and what were you casting
0: then? Uh, <coughs> This weekend, I'm kind of like you, Ryan, even in casting sense. I'll take three rods out there and I'll put three baits on. I pretty much have a Raptor on one. I had a tube on another and I had a, like a bucktail or a spinner bait on the other one. And I'd just kind of go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Because I felt like the Raptor, you know, gives me the ability to keep a bait at about the, the same, you know, depth pretty consistently all the way through my retrieve. Whereas the spinner bait, I felt like I could throw out and let it drop down and I could do a slow, I did a lot of slow rolling of the spinner baits, which obviously didn't result in any fish. So, I mean, not saying uh, that that's anything, but then I also had rubber on one bait because I wanted the rubber to be able to get down like real deep. And I was throwing the water wolf, um, the tubes that Mike sent me, which I just absolutely love. Never caught a fish on them. I want to, because I want to feel what it's like to catch one. So I know what it, you know what I mean? Like you don't have any confidence in a bait until you've caught a Mm -hmm. fish on it.
5: So, you know, you're doing it right.
0: And that fish, that, that bait looks amazing in the water. I love the trailer. Um, It's instead of, okay. So the red Octobers that I have, have a single hook up front. And then they have a trailer hook connected at the very tail end coming out of the anus, so to speak. And um, you know, with a wire, and that's a hook.
3: Does it have a bloody
0: anus? No, there was no bloody. That (laughs) might be the way. That might be the trigger. Put like a red one, a red hook on the like a bloody anus.
4: Yes, I saw you Um, a red sharpie. So, (laughs) uh,
0: but the water wolf lures have two hooks on the body, and then the trailer instead of it being a hook coming out the anus, it is a, um, it's a a blade it's
4: a fl- flora leader too i think Yeah, it's a so,
0: flora leader sold. with a blade attached and that i don't know man that, that action is just like it's like it's not a glide bait it's not a jerk bait <laughs> it's i don't even know how to really describe it but it's it's a really really cool looking bait i've never caught a fish on it but i've i keep throwing it because it's one of those baits that when i throw it i'm like all right i could see a fish eating this like if i could I, I this feels good you know, where I'll put, I'll put on other baits in two casts. I'm like, there's no way this, a fish is ever going to eat this stupid thing. I'm taking it off right now. Junk. Yeah.
4: Every every time I throw a tube, I just think uh, I, I'm like internally singing the do the hump the hump. And just, like
0: yeah, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't I don't know what it is about the tube that the fish. Random, like. other,
5: random action.
0: Right. But it's just kind of—it's not random in the sense of a glide bait like Mark's glide baits, which have an erratic action to them. These aren't erratic; they, they just kind of go up and down, up and yeah. down, up and but down. You
8: ever watch them, they'll go up to the left, yeah, up to the right, yeah. It's more vertical instead of horizontal, like the glider. But yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And my—I was throwing a seven and a half inch Ninja tube. I had two trebles on mine with the, uh, I think it was the midweight rig. Mm-hmm.
0: But that doesn't have that trailer.
8: Yeah. Right. I, I didn't put the spinner on it. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Does
0: it, it that only has two, two hooks. It's, it's got two trebles on the body of the bait, right? Right. No. It doesn't well, have do you... a trailer hook.
8: Yeah, it has a trailer hook. has the option. It. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. I had two trebles on mine.
5: Yeah. They have like three hook hangers. I thought you can, you can either put three or two or do on, it the,
8: like... on the Ninja one. I think there's only two, the one, no. the, tens, it, and the tens the... have three.
5: Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So you guys were, you guys were really kind of hard on the tubes then. So
8: I, for a while,
1: for a while so you
8: jumped in the boat with me and then I had to borrow a mag dog from Donnie Cause I brought like five lures with me because I was only going to be up there for the afternoon. So, I had nothing to get down there. It
4: was did you try throwing yeah, any so... of the
8: of your uh, dive rises? No,
4: no. I threw because yours after... in uh, Canada quite well, a fair bit. I really like yeah. that thing. Thanks. Yeah. And no some though, huh? No. <laughs> I'm <It's called laughs> spinning up. It was consistent with everything else.
0: Yeah, on par with every other bait yeah. we threw. So don't don't take it personally. <laughs> oh, i no, I know they
8: work.
1: <laughs> so at one point, I looked over at at the slow that afternoon like mark and i are fishing after owen went in to start dinner and i see nate bud just chucking like giant musky lures into oblivion so what were you guys what were you guys focused on throwing then? <laughs> i mean well
5: you want to go mean, nate
1: bud yeah i mean
7: my i'm at like a summer fisherman primarily like so i don't have a lot of stuff that really gets down deep i got a lot of bucktails and spinners and like shallow running stuff so i mean tom was throwing a lot i mean you threw a lot of rubber i mean mostly yeah. when i so i was trying to just give a different profile since nothing was action i'm like I'm, whatever he's throwing i'm going to try to complement it and get something else out so i mean i had a uh, some big spinners on for a little bit like that were weighted trying to get them down like rolling them like owen said and then um I had like a the small shadzilla with like a hog collar on it that was kind of getting me down pretty good. He and had
5: that hiding in the bottom. He's like, why don't yeah. you come take he's like, come <laughs> take a look in his box and see if there's anything you'd throw in here. And that guy was laying like hidden in the bottom of the box. The only outside. thing I caught was Tom.
7: I caught Tom yeah. going in my tackle box.
5: This is true. But uh <laughs> but I mean like I stuck between
7: those two pretty much the most of it. Like I had a mini wasn't a mini Medusa, whatever it was. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, tried I tried so. throwing that a little bit, but I, I just stuck to the two for the most part. And then threw some other random stuff on. I mean, I launched that Bondi Prophet about 5,000 yards into the, the land <laughs> somewhere. My line broke. Lines <laughs> had a nick on it and broke, and that took off. I mean, I was trying to get that down. That's, that's where I was at.
5: Yeah, we were just in the getting down program. I was throwing tubes, too, and we were – you didn't know the little – what are they called? The – the red October with the blade out the back, the tube, the boo tube. I was able to get that down and like really keep it down, and I felt good about that. But we didn't catch shit. So we didn't. A good we, time.
1: We didn't even see a fish casting in two days.
5: <laughs> we did not. <clears throat> not a follow. So not a what, swipe.
1: What was what was the advice going into Hunks weekend? That somebody, I was just I saying, ooh, Nick, ooh. Nick and Donnie, you have your hand up. Would you like I to take I this remember.
2: one? I'm, I'm pretty sure our resident trolling expert gave a, a little uh, bit of advice on our thread that said something along the lines of don't waste your time trolling. There.
3: Okay. Well, <laughs> well, hold on. Let's That's back about it up exactly real what real was said. said <laughs> Do you all you remember the fish at Canada
5: are in the slop. <laughs> so, okay. Well, let's remember, let's think back to day one. What was our plan? We're going to start in the slop. We did just that. We didn't find them in the slop and remind me what we went and did we did and we executed it yes, somehow we, we got a fish in
1: the
0: bag but yeah. it, it you, can't, you can't you can't not success. you can't you can't play monday morning quarterback and say hey i've done off it of what you know though if you if you've it gone worked. for
5: 2 years and found the fish in the slop why the hell would you not check the slop that's like stupid not to so we checked it oh. they weren't so there and time ex-
1: time expires cuz we're we're getting close to the, we're getting close here on time but time expires on the water some of us come in with our tails, you know, between our legs. Some of us might have a little bit of a belt hanging over their shoulder, a little <laughs> smile on their face, feeling pretty good, knowing that we're heading in to eat maybe what would be considered the greatest dinner of the year. And I don't say that lightly because there's a Thanksgiving dinner in there and in other dinners. This might be one of the best dinners of the year.
3: So, now when somebody
1: we beast. So, after long well, well you guys had one long day we had two long days out there on the water after this time spent in the wind and in the cold and everything else what what were we does somebody want to talk about what we were that cooking?
5: musky that Don senior blasted with his gun earlier he yeah. had it smoking all day
3: Ooh.
2: oh and <laughs> had it in the crock pot all day
5: <laughs> oh. i was cooking with the beef that's what the nine pounds of beef was, was Dawn senior's 39.
1: <laughs> what was the spread for Hunk's weekend?
0: Well, as you know, I've, I've told you guys before, like, I, I really enjoy the food aspect of things when my, I come from a family that, you know, when you go on vacation, where you, how you eat and where you eat and everything is important. And, you know, it's part of the whole thing, so to speak. And I know when we go musky fishing, it's musky, it's fish, 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 fish. And for this weekend, because in the fall, it gets dark so early, you can have a, you know, you can't do something like this in July without getting off the water and, you know, wasting time. So in the fall, you can do something like that where it's, you know, seven o'clock and it's pitch black. So, you know, everyone's ready to come in. It's cold. So I like to do a big dinner and, you know, it's just, that's just the way I was, my family would raise me. I just, I enjoy cooking. I've always enjoyed cooking. And so I, you know, that's kind of something that I always try to focus on. And so I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Uh, basically this year I did it was the same thing I did last year, really, it was, was steak and shrimp. And then, uh, you know, I make my own marinara sauce uh, from my grandmother's recipe from her restaurant, uh, I make my own um, Cajun seasoning for for all the I did the Cajun seasoning on the steaks and the shrimp, and you know we had Caesar salad from Costco. The steaks were from Costco. The shrimp was from Costco. Uh, Costco, you know, co- if you're listening. Uh... Honestly, if you guys want a good steak, yeah, bread, yes. Yep. If you guys want a good steak, in all honesty, you won't go you won't get much better than going to Costco and getting their gigantic they they basically slice their strip steaks into two inch steaks. I mean, that was eight steaks we had, and it was I want to say half the cow. I mean every- it was some meat. Oh Mark Every steak gross. was a pound plus. <laughs> Every steak was a pound plus.
2: Mark is um, not a it, small guy, and I remember him saying, I got the meat sweats.
0: Well, <laughs> he did say that. But, that but, but another a downside of cooking meat that thick is that it's hard to cook it all the way through to everyone's liking. Everyone. So Mark, you know, Mark, what was what, what did Mark say? I he said, said I, I like to eat my. I like to eat it, not stock it, not track, track it. it, not track yeah, it. You yeah.
3: want
2: to, have to track it first. He wants it dead. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, I I apologize for any undercooked meat, but that's why I cooked the. I, I kept the 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 grill on because I know that's always it's always an issue, and I, uh, and I understand that. So I learned
1: something a little bit too because I watched I watched Don Senior. I think it was Don Senior do the little butterfly tactic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Well, Next oh. time, I mean, yeah. If anyone wants one butterfly, whoop! Let's go right down the middle. I have to I show you. that in
5: my phone. I think all fishing trips should start at Costco after what I saw that weekend. How easy they make food for fishing trips! Like,
0: no, it really it is. It was excellent. Um In oh. Costco, really does <laughs> this? We're not sponsored by Costco. Oh, yeah, yeah, but.
5: Allegedly. would consider
0: allegedly <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're allegedly still working on Harbor freight too. <laughs> come on. But, Harbor freight. Okay. So,
0: so I got to admit I'm terrible at delegating authority. Don senior said he wanted like my dad had, had agreed that he was going to be my sous chef, so to speak and uh, help me out. And Don senior said that he wanted to help out. And I, I don't know how to ask for help. Like I, I, I probably should have, and I Don senior did all the cleanup and I could not I couldn't appreciate that more than like you could imagine. So I just want to say thank you uh, to Don senior for offering to help and for for all the help that he that he did provide with 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 cleaning up, man, because that was not an easy cleanup. Well, I told <laughs> there's him a lot him. of shit. I'm the one that's thankful
5: Don Senior did that because up till then that was my job, and then Don Senior didn't know that, and he did my job for me, so I didn't have to do shit.
6: It was, but I I was really itching to get on that grill. I won't lie.
0: Well, you know what? We're gonna we're here's here's the deal. We're talking about a potential dads' weekend, so we can figure out a, a way that you know you can work one grill, I'll work another, and we'll we'll be good. All right.
2: All right. that That'll work. Like a top chef type thing. You know, we can each make a meal.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. We could do that. We could ah, do like, like a Friday. We could do like a Friday night is Don senior's night. Saturday night is Owen's night. Vice versa.
6: And I am a Costco card holding man. Ooh. Oh,
0: Dude. man. Ooh. Oh, look out. <laughs> well, so, I mean, Costco, where's the nearest Costco to you? Oh, you're wondering cranberry. like r- cranberry. cranberry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cranberry. That's. That's close. Do Canadians have Costco? Yeah. There's
3: What's
0: the uh, there's a Canadian A? Eh? Yep.
4: Yeah. And then I, I go to I go to Sam's Club up here in the Great White North. Uh we I do a little
0: like, bit of I both, both here too. Sam's Club is Walmart. Yeah. Where you know We don't have
4: we don't have Costco. You gotta go to Pittsburgh for Costco. That's
0: right. I can't believe you don't have a Costco in Erie. Yeah. So you oh. guys I, I said enough about the the meal and everything. I don't know what, what else you guys want to talk about that. Yeah, it was all right, <laughs> dude.
1: Honestly, like coming off the water, having like a home cooked meal, getting to hang out with everybody, have a few beers. We laughed. We got to watch YouTube. We got to watch some more YouTube videos. It was great. Oh, yeah. And there's I think one left.
5: pound on those steaks is an underestimate. I think those were like two and a half pounders. Those were some. Those were some slabs.
1: They were slabs, and I will say it is a hunks tradition now, three years running that we pick random YouTube fishing videos to watch. And it was fantastic.
0: Oh, dude, we had a blast. Oh, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Honestly, (laughs) like I was wiping tears from my eyes on multiple occasions. Yeah. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah. The good and the bad. And I didn't catch a fish, and that was the like greatest weekend of my yeah, you know, even of my year. No, not at all. Now, had we, full disclosure, had we not caught a single fish all weekend, I'd have been pretty upset. I'd have been like, man, no one's going to want to come back here. No one's going to give a shit about, you know, Hunk's weekend is dead, blah, 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 blah. But as soon as Ryan caught that fish, I was like, all right, it's on now.
1: Yeah, I want to say this, too, because I feel like this weekend was it was it was a it was an opportunity to hang out with you guys, which is never a bad thing. But then you start pulling guys like Mark and Nate Bud and you bring Don senior along, who is like, dude, I'm telling you, he is like he is like my Blackstone, like guru, I go to Blackstone guy like I. I trust. I actually. I nothing Don Senior can say will ever be wrong to me. I'm just throwing that out there right now. But then Whoa, you, 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 you mix it. it uh, you mix it a little. He's never steered me wrong to this point.
2: <laughs> well, if it comes to Blackstone, and I agree with you. But I want to know
0: what what's what's Don Senior's uh, experience with a smoker. Ooh. You know what? I have none. Oh. Okay. So see, that's kind of like where I I don't have a smoker. I don't own a smoker, but I want. I want to. I figure Don Senior might be my go-to guy, but No. Nah. Hmm. I, what, I the, never the,
6: I never smoked
0: anything. Well. <laughs> pal- what? <laughs> what? What? Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> the pal- are smokers
4: are tough to beat for simplicity.
2: <laughs> oh. I did
1: hear all about the uh, the fabled Don Senior table. When I was out on the boat with them
2: <laughs> uh,
1: on yeah. Saturday, it was amazing. It's a great story. So many good swing stories.
6: Love it. The table's a great thing.
1: Just got to get a good table that you're, you have a good, solid relationship with.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amen.
1: Amen. So I think all in all boys, it was a, that was a fun weekend, man. I can't wait to do that one again.
5: And Mark's going to stay the whole time next time instead of leaving us halfway through. He's going to show us how to catch them. Well, we didn't
0: even have to use the cottage on the other side. I mean, like, that, like we have more than enough room. Mark, if you want to come up, you know...
8: Oh, I'm definitely coming if I'm invited. Oh, you... <laughs> oh, in the the invite is time. extended. He's
5: bringing now, the, the live scope next time to show us how it's done.
0: The only question is, is do we move it, a, you know, a little bit to, to move... It, To kind of guarantee better weather, like a little bit into September, or we keep it mid-October, where it's a it's a crapshoot. But we know we're gonna have the lake pretty much to ourselves. So we'll see. To
1: be determined. I'm about to order a seven-inch sucker boss shad, so I don't really care what you what time of year you guys. All
0: right, all right, boy. All right, you get you get online and and, and order yourself a a boss. Should be here
5: by then. You I gotta, gotta say,
0: say you guys really say it's the old work. style. Yeah, yeah, old style. I want to. Th- I want to thank everybody, all you guys, uh, not only just the hunks, but Nate, Don, Senior, Mark, for coming up uh, and and taking the time that you know. You guys don't have to do that type of stuff. You know, no one has to come up there, and I'm gl- I, I enjoy. I love the fact that there's a group of people that enjoy doing the same thing that I do, which is going out fishing, laughing, having a good time, you know, whether you catch a fish or not, you're going to go home, you're going to go back in and you're going to eat a good meal. Everyone's going to laugh some more and, you know, just enjoy yourselves. That's what it's about to me.
6: It truly is. and I mean, that's the way I, I feel like I raised my son. We, uh, we, we enjoyed, you know, you go to camp for deer season and, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, before deer season starts, is really the best memories, you know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's kind of like that, but it was a good time. You you uh, you really stepped up there and put in some good work, and I appreciate you inviting us.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming, and in. the invite is extended to next year 100%, man. In talks of a possible
5: spring one, maybe too.
0: Yeah. Well, there are talks about a possible spring and talks of a possible, like, just dad's weekend where we just invite that, you know, the dad, everyone's dads up. And, you know, we'll we'll see. we got options. We'll figure it out. We got apps.
2: Yeah, we got lots of options.
0: Oh, boys, again, I appreciate it. I need a 50. Nate, but... Nate Bud, Mark, <laughs> Don <and Dawn laughs> Sr. You. Did you guys know you about that 50. Oh, I yeah. wanna I oh, wanna yeah. ask. Oh,
3: you didn't listen
0: to our last episode. We talked you. all about it. We gotta we gotta, gotta ask the, him. You were the main star. You're the star of our last episode. I know, I listened to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what what did it feel like? What did it feel like, senior, to hold a 50?
6: Uh it felt pretty good.
1: You yeah, I it, saw that picture, you and Donnie. That was a special one.
6: It was. A, it, it was it was awesome. I uh I made Vance look good. I made him look good.
0: <laughs> you, you make everyone look good, man. That make booth at the next show is going to look good with your picture yeah. on it. I can't wait to get that thing into grease. We just we just got to get we got to get Don Senior with a big O's fish. I mean, geez, come on.
4: I'll give, him, I'll give him a hoodie. Happened.
0: We need to get him a fish.
4: What I'm excited about is to see Don Sr. wheeling and dealing at the lure swap this year. That's yes. my. Oh, yeah. A
5: he's going to be telling everybody he there. caught that fish on this bait, this yep. bait, this bait. It's trying to Whatever sell
6: bait you want me to sell, that's what I caught it on. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: well, this has been a blast, fellas.
5: Oh, yeah. As always. Is. Thanks again for a killer weekend.
1: Nobody commented on the name of this episode. The uh, the name of the Zoom meeting. Yeah, what I the hell? It? Were you drunk when you did that? No, yeah. I wasn't. I did it for a reason.
7: I thought it it caught me <laughs> off guard a little bit. I saw that come through. I was
1: like, oh. <laughs> Nobody oh. said anything about it, though. Just so our listeners know, I t- I literally titled this episode. What was it? The last Musky Hunks podcast. Hunk's yeah. Final, final, Hunk's, final, final podcast. Hunks. Final Hunks. Final podcast.
2: I commented well, and <laughs> you all you, you said know. is you like that.
3: Oh
1: yeah, that was like ten minutes ago.
2: <laughs> oh I did. that was before it even started. Eight oh, okay. fifty-three. The hunks, hunks aren't
1: anyway. going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're still here. Still
2: still. Going, hunks
5: aren't going anywhere. Anyway. Allegedly. It was a Allegedly. lot of fun,
2: Owen. Thank you. And uh you know we all touched on it. We touched on it many times, but it's if we're going musky fishing, it's got to be about more than just catching fish. We all know yeah. that like there's, if we just want to catch fish, there are other ways to do it. You know, and better
0: lakes to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You
2: know, we're up there to hang out and have a good time and eat good and hopefully catch some muskies. And we did all of that. So uh, I had a great time. I appreciate it. And I'm uh, looking forward to spring fling. Oh yeah. Go. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Thanks Owen. I, we, we all appreciate it, man. It was a fun time. Thank you all, guys.
0: You guys see, are very you. welcome. Thank you all for being part of it. So,
5: catch you guys all next right. time. We'll, right, see, see, we'll see, see you. We'll
0: see you next time. See you guys later.
2: <laughs> next time.
0: <laughs> I had to shake them on my last case. Big O don't play. <laughs> oh, don't play.